Welcome back, everybody, to Pop 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 Culture Podcast. I am the LA Nerd Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, he's going to crack a beer, Taylor Salen. <laughs> what up, dude? Hey, yo. How's it going, everybody? And she almost didn't make it today, Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. You almost didn't make it today. Almost, but I did. You sleeping? I survived. I'm real tired. Yeah, figured. But I'm here. Uh, Taylor, give me those sweet smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Guys, we uh, have been doing this podcast for a long time, and uh, we might sound better to you. Uh, we might be a little bit louder on your car stereo or your uh, your iPhone, whatever the fuck you listen to, your Zune, um, <laughs> because we figured out how to work the fucking thing that we've been using for a thousand years. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we apparently are professionals. Yep, YouTube Academy. YouTube Academy. I never, th- yeah, we you know, graduated. never thought to look up how to use the mixer. Uh, until yesterday and then I was like wow we sound a lot better I wish uh, we had been doing that the whole time what a concept yeah super super weird concept Uh, you know what but like here's the thing for a long time it sounded fine to me on like my iPhone yeah and then like the occasional person would be like you sound really quiet in my car and I'm like well your car sucks you're stupid Um, (laughs) and then finally after enough people were like you sound weird in my car I was like uh, I mean, I guess everybody's car can't be stupid. Uh, yeah, it's true. For a while out. there, it was like every other podcast I listened to, I was like, volume 16. This one was like maximum volume. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, it, we turns out, it out. turns out we're the ones that are stupid. <laughs> I mean, I still don't agree with that, but sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> we'll concede this this one. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I'll concede like half of it. How about that? Indeed. And we all take drinks. I can hear everybody <laughs> slurping their drink in my mm-hmm. in my headphones. That's how maybe we're maybe we're too professional now. Yeah. Maybe. Nah. Hopefully no one has that like sensitivity to those kind of sounds. Sorry if you do. Nah, it should be fine. We're just professional enough. Okay, that's not No. That sounds right. weird. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's first up, dude? Um, I guess we got a little bit of what we've been watching, even though all of us like really don't have that much. But I have, why don't we? I have nothing. Why don't we start with you? Yeah. Um, I finally saw Knives Out. Yeah, which is super exciting. Like a couple weeks ago. Woo. Um, really happy with with that. Ryan Johnson back in his element, and mm-hmm. kind of excited to see where they take the sequel that supposedly they're doing now. The fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off of um Daniel Craig's character. Yeah, so they're Daniel. gonna do a they, like people are like, Seriously. oh, Ryan, Wait, are you fucking? Are you fucking kidding me? No, he people... announced it at the Golden Globes. What the fuck? Yeah. I think it's awesome because people are like, basically, basically, it's going to be another uh, completely separate uh, cast of characters except for Benoit Blanc. Like, he's going to be the connective thread through it. And is I'm it, like, is it Ryan Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, it's still Ryan Johnson and fuck. obviously Daniel Craig playing that character, but, yeah. you know, a whole new set of, uh, of eclectic personalities to deal with. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. It was spoilers like nice to see uh chris evans back on the evil train mm-hmm. that Absolutely. was fun that's actually hilarious yeah <laughs> um and then i well i guess i'm technically not caught up because season five premiered last night but uh i finished watching season four of magicians mm. finally 
I still um, have not watched a single episode of that show, but I've been told by many people that I should. Yeah. It's interesting. It can kind of get confusing because they go <laughs> all over the place. Um, but it's it's a fun band of characters to yeah. watch. By all over the place, so. do you mean like shifting time periods and all that kind of stuff or just like jumping from character to character? Both. Or, you know, like worlds. one edge of the city to the Got other. No. Yeah, no, like there's different worlds involved and then yeah. later on in uh, other seasons, there's different timelines involved. Stuff like that. That makes sense. So. Starts to get a little, little wacky in terms of the timelines. Yeah, because like, I don't know if you know the premise of the show, but um, Not, it's based no, off of a really. bo- book series. But in it, the main character uh, is obsessed with this fictional book series that's kind of along the lines of Narnia. Okay. Um, and then he finds out that like that's actually a real place. And it's called the Chronicles like... of Barnia. <laughs> it's <laughs> called Fillery. Fillery. Fillery and further. Um, but yeah, so like we go to Fillery, and so that you've got yeah. kind of that like medieval mystical element there, but then also the real world of like New York City. Like, got you, got you. United so States. Sort of as juxtapose well. those two. Um, and then like so other they... fictional worlds, like in betweens. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard yeah. great things. Like Joel said, I've heard great things about the show. But uh, yeah, what uh, what, what uh, station or channel does it? Uh, Sci-fi? Sci-fi, Sci-fi, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm gonna have to check it out. Someone once yeah. told me it was Buffy meets Game of Thrones, and I don't know how accurate that is, <laughs> but it's not completely accurate, but it's not completely wrong. But perfect. So. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but all four seasons are on Netflix. So I have nice. so much shit to watch. I can't yeah. pick up a fucking five five season show right now. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it really is. I was uh, like the new season. I think I I think I'm not. I think even on the last episode, I was like, yeah, new new season of the Expanse is out. Haven't even got past like episode two yet. I'm oh like, wow, fucking swamped. Um, so I've seen two episodes of the new Expanse. Nice. Um, while I was on vacation in Mexico, Lauren and I, not you, not me, not you. <laughs> um, she introduced me to like uh like the Japanese version of like Love Island. It's called like Terrace House. Oh yeah, oh my you um, told me about that. Dude, shit's fucking ridiculous. And yeah. I and I, f- and I fucking fuck with it. Yeah. Um, Is that what you're all about? Apparently I'm just watching trash television now, which is unfortunate for me. Um I watched the first episode of The Witcher. I really liked it. Mm. Um mm. can't wait to watch more whenever the fuck I have time. Um and I think I think that's it. I think I'm going to see Uncut Gems this weekend. Oh yeah, I want to see that. Excited yeah. for that. Absolutely. Any other any other flicks you saw? December flicks? Like get you caught up on? I don't think so. There's a lot of things I want to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Not a lot of things I have seen yet. Yeah. So I want to see Bad oh. Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. What up? Did I tell you guys I finally got a list? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you yeah, told yeah. us, but not the audience. Yeah. Well, yeah. surprise, audience! I have a list. Hey. So now I can see all the movies. Nice. We can we can go, we can go to the movies together. Indeed, yeah. we can. Not that we couldn't before, but. We can but go like, to the movies now for, for free. Much cheaper, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it. I want to see Uncut Gems, and even though it didn't get nominated for anything, which we'll be talking about today, mm-hmm. uh, it still looks great. So. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, same same here on my end. I actually haven't, ever since um, pretty much the end of the year, I didn't wasn't really able to catch too much at the theaters, but I've been watching a lot of TV. Just finished watching. Joel actually saw parts of it with me yesterday. Was that uh, the new Aaron Hernandez documentary? 
Yeah, uh, that's on Netflix. He was like is. a he was like a football player, a Patriot football player uh, that was a psycho murderer. Yeah, and he basically oh, like shit. murdered a bunch of people, and like while he was getting paid like forty million dollars, oh you know, a, a year or whatever, it was like a, they he signed like a five year forty million dollar contract extension like a month after he like murdered two people. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's about his whole trial. And okay, there's a happy ending. He kills if, himself. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're oh, familiar wow. with the situation, you know, Aaron Hernandez um, committed suicide in prison. And so it basically delves into his life and all the things that led to that um, and sort of a little bit of the trial that unfolds. It's kind of like making a murderer, but not as long and not as like definitely um, not as long, not as uh, enthralling as that was. But like uh-huh. it's a well-made, like, you know, true crime documentary. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite parts of that while I caught the end of it was like everyone was like, oh, poor him. And then there was one dude who's like, I don't feel bad for that motherfucker. He was making a shit ton of money and he fucking killed people. The dude can fucking rot in hell. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. I feel it's, bad for this motherfucker. Yeah, he, was, kind of... he, had, he had the fucking world handed to him on a silver platter and he decided to shoot people because they spilled a drink on him. <gasps> yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. The, it's, wow. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so I've been watching that. Uh, other than that, I got a chance to check out one episode of The Witcher as well, which mm-hmm. I dug, but I was actually like really tired and it was late at night, so I actually fell asleep before <laughs> the end of the episode. But I dug what I saw and I still need to watch it. It was a little slow. Yeah. I've heard it, it doesn't really get going until episode three anyways, so there's oh, wow. that. Um, the other thing I watched was uh, the Kevin Hart documentary that's on Netflix. Have you guys oh. heard about this? It's called... You told me about it. Yeah. It's called um, Don't, Don't Fuck This Up, I think. Yeah. And it's all about... Um, I think it was 2018 when he went through like the whole uh, Oscars controversy and then those whole tweets came up. And so it follows that. That's sort of like the the core of the story. But it also, you know, follows him in his everyday life His you know, follows him to his workouts and his production company and seeing sort of an insight into his life. And it's really fascinating, um, especially considering like where he came from. And so I would definitely recommend that. I mean, you can, it's 30 minute episodes, uh, six, six of them. You can, like I burned through it in three hours. No problem. So, um, but other than that, uh, I, I did watch one movie, um, before the end of the year. And I want to throw a challenge out to you guys. And this is going to be an ongoing challenge. Fuck. You're going to have to try to guess what that movie is. And it's not what you think. There's like a thousand fucking movies. I mean, you could, that's, that's why I say it's going to be an ongoing challenge. Was it in theaters? I can give you some hints. I can give you some hints. The movie that was in theaters. No, no. What the, um, what the fuck? Are we supposed to guess that? So, like it's a Disney. It's a movie that was on Disney Plus. Oh, did and, you watch Klaus? Uh, no, mm. no, that was. I think that's Netflix. Actually. Johnny Tsunami. Oh, you're right. No, that's not it. But uh, actually, kind of close. Is it a new movie or is it no? An older it's one it's that an you've older movie. Seen? It's just gonna. It's I. I don't want to tell you because I don't want to embarrass myself. But mm. if you guys can guess it, then I'll, I'll I'll admit to it. I don't like this game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is there another clue? I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's an old movie. It's, 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 it's year. a very pop. I couldn't even tell you the year, to be honest, because I don't know it. Time frame. Early 2000s. Luck of the Irish. No, it correlates to something we talked about. High School um, Musical. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, oh, that no. Was it. Oh, shit. It was, oh, actually, it was High School Musical? Yeah. So we no, were. We wait, were. Had you never seen High School Musical? No, before? I, I've seen it, but I just, uh, okay. I just thought it was funny Throwback, because yeah. I would I watch straight High, up School, got High School Musical, the musical, and oh, you guys gave man. me shit for it last time. But what ended up happening That's is hilarious. Sarah, uh, Sarah's <laughs> friend, came over on New Year's, and because we usually stay home because we have a dog who's like super skittish with, mm-hmm. um, with fireworks everything. and shit. Yeah, well, with everything, but especially with fireworks, she freaks out. And so we were just chilling, you know, and like 
we're like what should we put on and and they're like high school musical and i was like fuck it like why not because they both loved the movie when That's they were kids hilarious. yeah and i just thought it was funny that high school musical was the literally the last movie of the decade that i watched that's funny yeah that sucks yeah oh we did watch um an episode of encore uh that's the Kristen bell show yeah right? where yeah. they like get old high school musicals back together yeah that that looks fun that sounds fun it was yeah. odd really yeah we watched the fiddler on the roof one i didn't finish it um but they're very odd humans <laughs> just the people that like pick. yeah that they like brought back it was weird hey they want them they want them to be characters yeah, yeah for sure uh we've been watching football we have been that's that's been a big a big one the Titans have knocked out both the Patriots and the Ravens, mm-hmm. which I am excited about. Yep. Not a big, not a big Titans fan, but uh, I am happy for them to have done that. Absolutely. Um, the I got to catch the end of the Patriots game while I was in Mexico, and I was just like, nice. I know we're here on like a leisurely vacation, but I just want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just really want to watch the Patriots get their asses kicked. Can I just watch this on repeat the whole time while we're here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh, the AFC and NFC championships are this weekend, and mm-hmm. then the Super Bowl is February what third, second, fourth, second, something, second or third. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably talk about the AFC championships next time. Oh, yeah. and if not, hopefully we'll be able to cast before the Super Bowl. But if not, we'll talk about that as well because you know. Do we know who's doing halftime yet? Yeah, Shakira and J Lo. Oh yeah. dang! Oh wait, is it J Lo? Yeah, two of the biggest butts yeah. in the industry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yep. Very excited. I don't ever watch the halftime show. I could not care less. Uh, what's up for news? News. So, um, actually, let's see. Do you want to do trailers first, or do you? Want oh to yeah, do sure. News yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What's up for so... trailers? <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Excuse me. Um, so the the first one that we have is uh, a trailer for for a, a little indie movie that I think a lot of people are going to be turned on to this year, and that is. Guns Akimbo. Oh yeah, the shit was fucking ridiculous. Yes, this is the new. It's the only way to describe Daniel. It. Yeah, uh, yeah, the new Daniel Radcliffe uh, joint. And I would say the best way for me to describe <laughs> it, Spike Lee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hey man, I to be honest, I think Daniel Radcliffe has like has made super super interesting choices oh, yeah. in his post Harry Potter career. Like oh, yeah. out of all the actors that 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 the, the sort of like main group of kids, like he's definitely the one who's made really really interesting choices yeah and I, and I love that and this is another one of those um the best way i would describe the movie is something like scott pilgrim meets the 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 wacky craziness of um action movies like crank or hardcore henry yeah and you kind of throw those two aesthetics together and meets with like, like uh what's the one where all the kids kill each other on an island oh um i can't think of it right now jennifer lawrence oh yeah, hunger games hunger games yeah yeah that one yeah. I was gonna say like purge, but <laughs> that too. I mean, that's, Kinda, they yeah. literally use the purge in in the synopsis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of but... the Harry Potter trio, though, before we jump into this trailer, like uh, Rupert Grant, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, he hasn't done shit compared to the other two. Did you see he had a Hulu show? I think it was co-produced by the BBC, where like he he's about to go through a breakup and he's gonna get kicked <laughs> out of his apartment. So he tells her he has like. Yeah, he has cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it, and then like the lie just like keeps spreading, and he accidentally like murders like his like like a friend or something, and then he has to like hide the body, and then like it gets wrapped up with like one of the cops or something. it's it's the show's actually fucking 
great. It's really weird, though. I didn't finish it. I just watched the first episode, and it was like, because, like, Don Johnson is in it, and he's, yeah. like, saying the most, like, obscene words. That's, like, he just, like, cusses the weirdest cuss words the entire first episode. And yeah. I was like, what is this show? Yeah. I don't know if I could do this. The whole show is but... fucking ridiculous, but it's like, I'll, but I really liked it. So he's, yeah. he's been making some interesting choices as well. Absolutely. Especially... And buying ice cream trucks. Yeah. Oh, really? Has he? That's weird. Yeah, what? he did. That was like one of his dreams was to like buy an ice cream truck. And he did. So. That's a very Don Johnson <laughs> thing to do. No, Rupert, Rupert Grint. Grint. Or I'm sorry, a very Rupert Grint <laughs> thing to do. I don't know why I was still on that. It's kind of <laughs> creepy, to be honest. I don't know if he actually gives out ice cream with it. But like, oh, he, he just wanted, wanted to own, to own one. Yeah. Just drive it around. That might something. be even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, Guns Akimbo, though. Yeah. Guns Akimbo looks pretty awesome. Uh, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving killing it in another another action-heavy role. Um, she was guys... the one in Ready or Not, right? I was going to say, yeah. did you guys see Ready or Not? No. You need to check it out. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. She gives a really, really great performance in that movie. She does, nice. yeah. It's really committed. Um... Yeah, I mean, this movie looks kick-ass. There's, like, literally guns bolted to Daniel Radcliffe's hands. So, like, yeah. Most of fun. the comedy comes from... Cause, like, it's a lot of physical comedy. Right mm-hmm. right when he woke up at the beginning of the trailer, and he's got, I got guns bolted to my hands. In my head, I was like, this is dumb. How's he going to do anything? Yeah. And then the yeah. rest of the trailer's like him trying to do shit. I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, like, he can't put his pants on. He can't, like, open a door. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm also just stoked for Reese Darby. Playing Absolutely. a homeless man, like a crazy homeless man. Yeah. I don't know how much he's going to be in the movie, but he's in the trailer a lot. He's definitely in and that scene. it makes scene. me so happy. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely in one scene. He's definitely yeah. in that scene for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. They got Reese. I, I love him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Guns Akimbo uh, is going to be pretty insane, it looks like. I'll check it um, out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it comes out in like sometime in the spring, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the exact date, but. Uh, moving on from that, though, we have a new trailer or a final trailer, I guess, for Birds of Prey. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. That was involuntary. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not a fan? I did not watch it because I watched the first one and I was like, nope. The second, the new oh. trailer is is good. I highly, highly doubt that. <laughs> Do you like Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Yeah. Okay, then you're gonna like it. But I like Ben Affleck. I didn't like Batman Five <laughs> Superman. That doesn't that doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, dude. She's she's gonna be one of the best parts about that movie. I just the like, I think I caught a little bit of the trailer without sound at the airport. It just mm. it just looked it just it it didn't look much different to me. It just looked like some of the same recut scenes. Her going like I'm freaking Harley Quinn, and I'm like, yeah, we know. There's we actually like care. a bunch of new stuff in the trailer they didn't show. Really, um, a lot of that because they did a big like third act reshoot with uh, yeah, Chad yeah. Stahelski. I think it was the the John Wick guy. Uh-huh. Um, maybe it was Chad Stahelski. I can't remember if it was him or uh, David Leach. One of the two might have been David Leach, but uh, they completely revamped the third act and they showed you a lot of that. And it was, it was, I mean, it's nothing special, but like there was some cool cinematography, some cool shots. I think the most interesting thing for me is just how like oddly colorful the movie yeah. looks to me. Um, did you watch, you saw the trailer, right, Lauren? Um, I don't actually don't think I finished it. Got you. Um, but I've seen like footage from it and pictures from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very interesting yeah, totally. Oh, I mean, there's there's like this uh there's like a moment where where Harley Quinn basically like blows up Ace Chemicals in in one way or mm-hmm. another, and it's like one of the the coolest shots I've seen in a long time. Like it's it's pretty badass. So nice. um, I'm excited for. It. I know I know a lot of people aren't uh look, really looking forward to this, but I think this is uh, actually going to be one of the surprise movies of the year in terms of superhero fare. Oh, right. how 
dare you. <laughs> hey, dude. They've been on the upswing, man. DC has been on the upswing. They they did a good job with Whoa, Aquaman. Breaking news. Yeah. Lauren just sent us a text message. Breaking news. HBO will not pursue a second season of Watchmen yeah. after the creator bows out. Yeah. Damon Lindelof didn't want to didn't want to do another season, apparently. What the fuck is wow. wrong with this dude? I mean I that's, heard it was great though. Well, yeah, and you want to leave it great. You know, if you do a second season, you you end up uh, you know, having he, was having, he was having Vietnam flashbacks to Lost. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck, if I make this too good, then I can't finish it again? Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, I haven't seen uh, any of the new Watchmen series, which I've really been itching to, but I've heard that it's pretty much perfection, like, from episode yeah. one. Like, it's a, it tells a complete story, you know what I mean? So wow. it's like, if you're going to do that, you need to have a really, really solid um, reason for wanting to go back to that universe. That's interesting to me. Damon Lindelof seems like the kind of guy that just wants to like put a vice grip on that cow's titty and fucking milk it for all it's worth. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to me that he's deciding not to do it. Like that he's the one who's deciding not to do it. Yeah. To I me, mean, that's extremely interesting. I think mm-hmm. it's smart. I think it's a smart move. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, like getting more of any good series, uh, to, uh, a season of television, you know, it's like you always want more if there's a good season of television. But um, in this case, like I think it might actually be better if we don't, based on what I've heard. So, damn, yeah. All right, let's move on from the Birds of Prey trailer. Yeah, uh, the next one <laughs> we have is is another another uh, classic in the making, and that's Morbius, <laughs> the Living Vampire, oh, which is the, the 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 um, Jared Leto pseudo vampire movie that everybody and their mother Doesn't has want. been asking for. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto and his mom have been asking for this movie. Apparently. Before we get to talking about it, I want to read a couple uh, um, uh, Reddit reactions to mm-hmm. this trailer before before anything. Sure. Uh, this one says, why do all Sony picture movies look the same? Which is true. I feel like it's that like bleach bypass, desaturated, mm-hmm. blue and green look. And then yeah. someone responded to that and said... They all look like every movie that FX is showing on Wednesday at 1 p.m. sandwiched <laughs> between Rise of the Silver Surfer and Ghost Rider 2. Oof. And I'm like, fuck, you are not wrong. That's... That is such a good fucking description for that. <laughs> it, I love yeah, it. It really is. Uh, the, uh, the next one is, uh, I have to be honest, I had no idea they were making a Morbius movie. Uh, yeah, because they have not been marketing it, it very well. Mm-mm. And then uh, this one says, the moment that you realize the movie will have a Joker meeting Batman cameo in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. We'll get to that point at the end. Some people might be like, what do you mean? There's, there's no Batman in it. No, come on now. Um, and then my favorite of all, this one just says, is it just me or does this look really bad? <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, it's uh, it's... Not great. No, it's it's very self serious. You know what I mean? Like Jared Leto, like trying to do. Um, I uh, have a disease. Yeah, like he's yeah. trying to like he's a method actor, and he's like trying to have like another you know like method. You know, he actually gave himself AIDS for this role. I heard. Yeah, exactly. At least he's not sending dead rats and condoms people for this one. Right, he's Hopefully. just sending people bats, maybe. Yeah, or just biting people. Oh fuck, he's just like actually like drinking people's <laughs> blood. They're like, you need yeah. to calm the fuck down. Um, yeah, the whole movie looks like they didn't when they released. They called it a teaser trailer. In my head, I was like, "Why? It's three minutes long. How yeah. is this a teaser trailer?" And That's... then you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, you didn't tell us anything about the movie. Yeah. This is definitely a, a teaser trailer." Like, I don't know who the bad guy is right no. now. To me, Morbius is the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he 
I mean, he is, but I think the I think this trailer is more just to like uh sell people who don't necessarily sell the movie to people who don't necessarily like know the character or aren't familiar with the character of Morbius or even know right. that he's correlated to Spider-Man in any way. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason why they put Michael Keaton in the trailer um is because they're like for people who aren't necessarily familiar with comic book movies say, "Oh, okay, I remember him from this or that." You know what right. I mean? Um, but I don't I will... know if it like will necessarily give people that who don't know the story because it's just like it could just be Michael Keaton. That's true. In any That's role. true. Yeah, I feel like, like that we was... know because he's connected. That was so definitely that was just story, for us. But... It, eh, I, I mean, there are people who follow the MCU that don't know about comic book movies. You know what I mean? Like right, but like I don't know if I if I didn't know. That Morbius was connected to Spider Man, and I saw that. Like, I don't know if I would remember. Like, oh, that's the Vulture. Yeah, like, yeah. The, I think I think the bigger thing that connects us to the Spider Man universe, besides my, Michael Keaton, at least for the layman, mm-hmm. is the poster of Spider Man with the words "murderer" written. Yeah, which you can it. very easily miss. It's like two seconds. By the yeah, way, I didn't even see that. Did you? Yeah. Did you guys notice that it's not Tom Holland's? Spider-Man though it's Toby's Spider-Man which makes no sense. It's not Toby's Spider-Man. It's from the PS4 game. Okay. Um, but I feel like maybe but it still looks like the right, right. Yeah. It's not the suit in Spider-Man: Homecoming. No, 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 no. And I feel like it might be because they filmed all this before they struck this deal. Yeah. With with Disney. Yeah. And so I feel like in the final cut, that poster will be different. Different. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like they just released this because it's what they had at the time. Yeah. Um, and now that they've made this deal. Which will, I guess we should just t- talk about that. They got Michael Keaton to come as the vulture mm-hmm. uh, for the end of this trailer, which is the biggest surprise. And one of the only reasons I think the movie's worth watching yeah. is that they are now, I guess, connected to the MCU. Um, yeah, and then Kevin yeah. Feige watched that trailer and about shit his pants once he saw Michael Keaton. He probably didn't fucking realize they were using him. No, he had to have. I mean, he Sony's, had to Sony's have. A, a, separate, a separate company. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to tell him shit. Like, professional courtesy, No, they can't yes, just but... use... No, 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 no. He had to have known, because there's no way they... Sony owns Sony owns those characters. Sony owns the rights to, to the Vulture, to the Spider-Man movies. You cannot use an M... Right, so... But, yeah, but, yeah, using, but using the MCU Vulture is not the same thing as, like, like reusing the character of the vulture and like using a new no, actor totally new... but like but but they like they don't have to get kevin feige's permission to put vulture into this movie they have to get permission to put that vulture in no they don't yes they, they 100 do no they don't sony owns the movies it's a co-production like they they finance it but like sony has ultimate control over the spider-man movies they're the ones who have the final say you know what i mean just like just like in Avengers, Marvel's the one who has the final say with the character Spider-Man, not Sony. I understand that. You know I, mean? I just I, I I disagree on that because then why wouldn't they have been doing like why wouldn't they have been doing that the whole time? With I I think they struck a deal like when Disney lost Spidey there for a split second. Mm-hmm. I feel like the new deal that they reached was allowing um Sony to use MCU characters. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I mean, it's tough to say because we're not like we didn't strike those deals. So this is obviously all speculation at that point, but I could see that being the case. I just, I just kind of feel like, like they probably, they probably did consult Feige on this, but like they don't necessarily, my point being is that they don't have to, they could just do whatever they want with these characters. They probably fuck it up, but they can pretty much do what they want. Yeah. I see what you're saying. 
that they I mean yes they do own the rights to that but I think once it's a part of the MCU there's some sort of legal they no, can't just... because because like if you okay for instance if you buy Spider-Man on home video that's a Sony movie like Disney yeah. doesn't release that like they don't that's that's 100% a Sony movie Disney just happens to split whatever the percentage of the profits is it right. is being produced in association with Marvel there yeah. but has it's not to be but there has to MCU. be some sort of legal thing there because say they say they use that character right mm -hmm. that character is in an mcu film mm -hmm. which is owned by disney right mm -hmm. say they go and they use that kevin costner um or i'm, I'm sorry kevin costner My, michael keaton <laughs> i don't know why the fuck i'm thinking of kevin costner michael keaton vulture right mm -hmm. they put him in morbius he goes out and he rapes a thousand people in this movie, mm -hmm. right? He fucking whips his dick out and he fucking mm -hmm. has sex with a pig. This, this, this makes an MCU film look horrible, yeah. right? So they're not. I there but, has to but, be but some but sort Disney, of legal. Disney doesn't own the rights to the character of Vulture. You know what I mean? So it's like you said. You said Disney but they own the, owns rights the rights to this to this this character, the the Michael no, Keaton Vulture. It's a Sony movie, dude. They own they they own yeah. the rights to those characters. Like Disney does has it, the only thing Disney has a, a well. I mean, things have changed now, but when they made. Spider-Man Homecoming, the only thing Disney uh, had a part of that in was the creative aspect of creating the character, developing the script. Dude, mm. I literally I literally wrote 4,500 words on this situation. I feel like I would know. I, and I, read, I can go I, write a thousand I, words on it. I mean, I'm, no, I'm saying I did research, though. Like, I wrote a quote-unquote scholarly article about it. So, <laughs> either way, regardless... That is so. Why isn't uh, Sony just making a thousand films with a MCU Spider-Man bad guys? They're they're trying to. That's what they're trying to do. That's part they're of. They're trying to do a live-action Spider-Verse. They literally want to do a, a Spider-Man well, yeah, universe to, with to do no, the MCU. but no, I'm just saying like. But it's built off the back of the MCU. Not 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 Spider-Verse as like the cartoon. No, but like the, like an MCU. I understand that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's beyond that though. Um, was there anything else that really stuck out in the trailer to you besides Matt Jared Smith. Leto? Oh, I'm Matt, excited Smith. For Matt Smith, which I feel like he might be the bad guy, which mm -hmm. um, be cool. or that, quote unquote the bad guy. Been going that direction a lot lately yeah, with yeah. his roles. So I yeah. feel like he's the good guy in the film, but he's like the bad guy to Morbius. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's like, like a cop the, or something. The he's the he's the antagonist to Morbius, which would make him the good guy mm -hmm. um, in a normal person's eyes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, also, Jared Harris. Yeah, Jared Harris. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm curious, like, who he's going to be playing? If he's just like some random scientist, or if he's actually playing a um, a character yeah. that we know. You know. I don't know. We don't know. Um, but according to IMDb, there's someone else. Uh, in this cast that is not in the trailer that I find very interesting. Interesting. Who, Who is, is it? J.K. Simmons is billed as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that see? makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but that, again, but again, Sony can do whatever they want with that character because it's their movie. You know what I mean? Right. Even well, with J. Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to not talk about that anymore. Um, <laughs> the, the vulture thing at the end of was the only thing that made me even slightly excited to see this movie. That's it. Yeah. I would agree. I just hate that fucking typical superhero like montage where he's like listing off his superpowers. He's like, I'm strong. Yeah. I'm fast. And I have echolocation. And I'm like, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I was trying to figure out while I was watching it if it was, if I had a problem with the trailer for what it was or if I had a problem with Jared Leto 
big in this part and in this trailer. I think the latter is more of my issue. With yeah. It. yeah. I'm like, would it, it, could it be a good movie if it was not Jared Leto? <laughs> what if it was Matt Smith? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Jared Leto is probably going to bring something to this movie. Like whatever that is, I don't quite know yet, but <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like it's him grasping at straws a little bit. Like, especially after the whole Joker situation where it's like, I really need like, my comic book movie or my yeah. comic book Superhero franchise movie. like he's trying to join the billion dollar club is what right. it feels like you yeah know? i and there's that fucking scene in the trailer where it looks like he's like nightcrawler where he's fucking mm-hmm. i was just gonna say in the where, hallway. You, where you have the bamf so fucking i was dumb. like dang man it's ripping off movies that came out like 20 years ago you know yeah I just nothing about this movie makes me excited yeah except the, for the end it definitely yeah. feels like a relic of the of like the late mid to late 2000s yeah Oh, 100%. Um, like they, like that Redditor said, it looks like every movie on FX at 1 p.m. Yeah. on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, which the movies he listed came out around that time. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of Marvel stuff, our final trailer is for New Mutants. The yes. long-delayed... Wait, the movie that came out a couple months ago? Yeah, right? it was supposed to come out like what? <laughs> uh, what was it, like November or something yeah. last year? Let's hold this on. That never came out. New Mutants. The movie that uh, was filmed three years ago was mm-hmm. supposed to come out two years ago. Was supposed to come out this last year. Y- last year, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now it's supposedly finally supposedly coming out actually, in April. M- maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Tell I guess me we'll more. S- Tell I, me more. I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and has they've come out and said that it's officially part of the MCU? No, they redacted right? that. They did. They did. They released a press conference or a, a press release that said uh, the newest addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then they. Uh, change the press release and it does no longer say that. And then oh. they're like, just kidding, asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. There's no way this was going to be. I was like, that's why I was like, oh, I was, okay. I was as confused well, as everybody I'll take else. That back. Um, I'm surprised that they're releasing this at, at all. all. There's no reason to release it. They have no. There's no skin in the game. There's not a fucking sequel or trilogy to be planned. It's not like a tentpole film like the X, you know, like like the original X Men franchise. There's no like beloved characters that everybody's like clamoring to see more of. They literally could have buried this movie, and nobody, literally nobody, would have been like, "Wait, what happened to New Mutants?" I think some people would would have just because they knew the movie was coming out. But in terms of general. Yeah. Consensus, definitely not. It would just be the Reddits and the Twitters that yeah. made a big deal on the day that it was supposed to come out and didn't come out. Yeah. So shocked so. that they're actually releasing this. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like uh, to be honest, I'm 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 surprised it's getting a theatrical release, like instead of going just yeah. straight to Hulu or something like that. Yeah. But I think in terms of in, in, in Disney's mind, like they now own twentieth century Fox. Twentieth century Fox probably spent like Fifty million or some shit like that to make the movie. Like it's not a super big budget, but they put yeah. a good chunk of change into it. You can tell. Well, they've done and like two different major reshoots. They've on done it. reshoots. Like they they've sunk serious amounts of money into this. Not to mention all the marketing that was done. You know, before Previously, the release yeah. dates change happened. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's probably they were probably like you know if we sink another thirty million into this into for you know prints and advertising all that stuff like it's a better situation financially than like just writing off that whole thing as just like a loss. But what you if know they what only mean? get back that 30 mil that they put into it to release it? Like, I that's, mean, it's that's, still, that's not it's, worth it. it's, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen though, because you have home video rights, you have Blu-ray sales, like yeah. all that, like it will definitely make its money back theatrically. Maybe not. Like I have a feeling it's going to be another dark Phoenix situation. Oh where yeah. It's like 100%. 15, 20 million open weekend. If it's lucky. Rough. You know? Um, I say even less than that. Cause like dark Phoenix was like the end of a, 
yeah as loosely as you want to use this word like trilogy yeah but that movie looked i mean this looks more interesting to me than dark phoenix did though agreed because i didn't see one single person screaming gene in it so i well, I, I don't know. Maybe what you're they're about. they're holding off for that. Oh, that's, that's more yeah. personal preference. You got to see the movie. Maybe it's a cameo. To, that's gonna, yeah, exactly. That's gonna be the post credit scene. Like yeah. the movie's just gonna finish, and then the entire credits are just gonna be credits rolling. Gene, Gene. the whole time. Oh Gene. man. Um, so I would say the coolest part of the trailer is to see magic coming through portals with her fucking sword. Yeah, which I think it's is pretty dope. Pretty much the only new thing that we've <laughs> seen. Yeah. The rest of the trailer felt very similar to the last few trailers we saw a couple of years ago, but it's been a couple of years, so yeah, I, could be I wrong. can't remember the trailer. Did it go through each of the person's kind of like power set, like it did in this trailer? Like we saw Cannonball and Sunspot, and like yeah, not did we really see like what everybody's powers were in the original trailers? Not as much. They yeah. like kind of hint at it, yeah, um, yeah, and like yeah. sort of like do more character introductions as opposed to like showing you know showcasing their yeah. powers right. and stuff. But I feel like it was like the same thing of like. She came into the room and they're all sitting around right, and right. introduced themselves. But like, Hi, I I'm think Arya like you Stark. said, without actually seeing anything that happened, yeah, it was yeah. just like, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> Hi, I'm Arya Stark with an Irish accent. Yeah. Uh, is it Irish? Uh, I think so. Know. Northern England? Yeah, something like that. Or Scottish, maybe? Some sort of... Not her native. Yeah. Uh, so is there? Uh, oh, was she doing an accent in the movie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I wasn't paying attention. Oh yeah, no, she's, she is. Interesting she's got an accent. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I thought Wolfsbane was a weird choice of characters to put in the movie, but sure. Having Maisie Williams be a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's gonna be. They haven't really shown any of that, and it's that's gonna be. Interesting yeah. No, they really. They, they showed the like most people used their powers except for her, huh? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a big surprise. Like, not a surprise, but like they're saving that for yeah. the yeah. movie itself. You can tell. Interesting. So. Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably watch it. I'd definitely rather see that one than Morbius. Like, even though I'm gonna see both eventually. Yeah, and the, the, um, absolutely. And I think the one between those two, the one advantage in terms of release window that 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 New Mutants has is it's coming out um, in April. I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, you don't think now. that the tease of possibly building a Sinister Six with Tom Holland involved isn't more exciting than the New Mutants? The movie as a whole, yeah, just like New the, Mutants. Just like like I said, I'm still gonna see Morbius right. because yeah. I want to see how it ties in. But that's the only reason, yeah. not because I care about any of the rest of the movie. Yeah. And Whereas this one, I was yeah, like, this is our... interesting. It's a different tone than we've seen. So and, and also, like, you have to remember that Morbius comes out in like June, like it's mid July, oh, July midsummer. Like they're trying to make it a summer blockbuster. Yep. That's what's oh. so. That's what's so weird to me because Why? that movie doesn't scream. It seems no. it's to me it screams like fall, like no, like November. Well, yeah, it's getting the it's getting release. the Spider Man slot basically. basically. Probably that's rough. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah, I just think that like in terms of in terms of like release window, like New Mutants has a little bit of an uh, easier. Leeway. Like an easier uphill battle, yeah. if you will. So that's fair. Um, let's do. Uh, I know you have a little list there of news pieces, but because we're talking about horror movies, let's talk about that news piece first. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the the probably the biggest thing that's come out in the last couple of weeks is uh, Scott Derrickson officially dropped out or um, parted has, ways, has parted ways yeah. with Marvel, <laughs> uh, according to creative differences. Oh, weird. We've never heard of anybody having creative differences with Disney before. 
How shocking. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This is this the is first time this is... Doctor oh, Strange 2, by the way, for yes, yes, those sorry. of you at home Thank not you aware. For clarifying. For you nerds who didn't know who Scott Derrickson was. Well, yeah. So Scott Derrickson was supposed to be... He helmed Doctor Strange, obviously. was supposed to be doctor, uh, doing Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, which we've talked about in previous episodes. You yeah. guys were there. We were very excited yeah, for it. When, they, when for he it. came out on the stage and said, you know, this is going to be a, horror movie. a straight yeah. up horror movie. And everybody's like, cool. That's that's interesting. You know, and there's, there's a little exchange that makes a lot more sense now that it's probably now going to not be a horror movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is probably why... Derrickson dropped out, why it's quote-unquote creative differences, but there was that fan who screamed, it better be rated R, and Kevin Feige pointed into the crowd, and he's like, it's going to be PG-13, and you're going to like it. Yep. <laughs> um, which yeah. was kind of the first sign Sign that, like, oh, this isn't really going to be a horror movie. No, it's yeah. going to have horror elements. Like, maybe, I mean, Maybe thriller more than horror. Well, I mean, look, I think there's a way to do PG-13 horror and like oh, still sure. make it effective and scary. It's tougher. But, um, like, just because the movie's not an R-rated movie, like, doesn't mean it still can't be a horror movie. Right. But with that said, the, like I said, the inclination is, or the uh, the um, the inclination of Marvel is to go PG-13. And it's like, well, how much will that water down, like, what, how effective, like, this type of movie could be? Especially yeah. with, like, introducing the multiverse and probably the dark dimension and, like, all this crazy shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean... I, I to be honest, I think like most of the time you hear quote unquote creative differences, like everybody knows it's kind of like a bullshit excuse. I think this time it was actually creative differences. Yeah. Like I think Derrickson wanted to make well, a hard R Yeah. And he's staying on his producer, so it's not a yeah. complete split and it they've both come out and said it was amicable. Mm-hmm. So Yep. And and yeah, I mean, uh, there there's uh there's there's a lot that we probably don't know about the situation, but mm-hmm. um but based on like certain tweets and like you were pointing out the thing i think i sent where it was like derrickson's like i'm gonna make a horror movie and then it's like kevin's like kevin Vig is like it's gonna be pg-13 and derrickson's like oh you know like this or that and then it's like okay i'm leaving the project you know it's yeah. like, a, like a story in four acts a story in four tweets every couple months the stories change slightly of it's it's 80s horror yeah it's not I mean, horror at all absolutely like now that's gone that's the nature of development at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you start well, out with... because they're not in production yet. They're still in, in pre-production. No, no so. the, the production they have was, a while. Production yeah. was supposed to start in May. So, so um, you know, only a few months out, but uh, they basically Marvel confirmed that, like, this isn't going to throw off the schedule. So, like, the yeah. release date hasn't been pushed. But my question is, like, who are you going to get to come in and, and, and make this movie now? Yeah. You know? Because you got... J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> kidding um yeah no it's good that it happened before the project came out and not like halfway through so we don't get like a fucking like solo type situation um it does suck i was excited to see a more spooky Mm -hmm. uh, mcu movie and while you two sound pretty optimistic about it uh i think i think they're gonna go not horror i think they're gonna go pretty pretty uh run-of-the-mill disney with it uh which is kind of like disappointing yeah i I was exciting that they were like showing some sort of like we're gonna take a risk yeah i mean the mcu's been taking risks for a minute now but a risk a risk outside of its genre yeah like a risk to the mcu not like a risk like yes of course 
building this huge fucking thing was a huge risk. Yeah, um, I know. But like I, I think about movies a genre like, risk. Like Thor Ragnarok. Like that's a that's the movie's a huge risk. Like even Infinity War is a huge risk. Like killing half of your characters at the end of the movie and leaving it on a cliffhanger. Like that's pretty risky to me. Killing. Well, but still yeah. I mean, <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like horror is an even bigger risk though. Because oh, 100%. It's, it's much more divisive of a genre. Whereas mm-hmm. like Ragnarok, yeah, it's a different tone from what they've been doing, but like Overall, it's comedy, which generally mm-hmm. sits better with most people. Yeah. And honestly, I know a ton of people who hated the movie because of that. And they're like wrong. They, they, and... they thought it was too funny or whatever. I know. Yeah. Well, they said people. it wasn't the right tone for Thor. Um, yeah. I thought the bigger risk but... there was making a third Thor movie, not 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 making it funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. But that's still nevertheless, like, I think, you know, like Black Panther is like a pretty, yeah. a pretty uh, risky movie in certain respects, like the way it deals with... Um, with colonialism and like themes mm-hmm. like that and shit like that's a that's a thematically dense movie yeah one that they hadn't really made before so point being is that i do agree um that like you know it would have been nice to see them quote unquote take more of a risk but like i still think making this movie in itself is making it is taking a risk risk in a certain respect you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. um so i just hope they find a good filmmaker to uh, to come in and and it probably won't be able to make it his own because so much prep has been done already. It'll. I have a feeling it's going to be like kind Ant-Man. of it's going to be kind of an Ant Man situation yeah. where it's like yeah. a. And but you know if if Marvel can still pull it out and and make a movie that like doesn't you know it, it, make a film that doesn't feel like it was made by two different people. Yeah. Um. Like that's a win in my book. So, um. Do you guys have anything else on the Scott Derrickson? Front. No, it's kind of still too early of news to be like, ah, oh, who's who's next? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I think I don't once know. we find out who takes over, we might have a better idea of where the film's actually going to go. Totally, totally. So. And which is interesting because like they they're pretty much to the point of like where they would have been casting. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm curious if they had cast anybody at that point. We just hadn't heard about it, or if they're going to have to start over with a new. Like it's going to be interesting to to see how this plays out. Yeah. So beyond that. Um, we also, I guess, speaking of Star Wars, uh, we also um, learned this week that Colin Trevorrow's script for Episode Nine, the original script that was apparently going to be used for the film, was leaked. My favorite yeah. director. Uh huh. And uh, there was a few people who read this script, and a few Reddit threads went up uh, online. And as it turns out, this is actually a legit script. It's not like one of those, you know, things where people Fake. just make up yeah. plot. Pretty plot crazy. Points. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it was bound to happen uh, with how divisive the last two movies have been. Yeah. It was bound to happen if, you know, I think if Skywalker had come out to like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes and everybody had fucking loved it, then mm-hmm. this yeah. may not have happened. Yeah. Um, it would have been like, oh, the movie was so good. And then this would have stayed buried. But because mm-hmm. I think it got uh, mixed highly mixed reviews yeah um someone out there was like this needs to be seen yeah 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 totally um i agree a part of me part of me when i first heard about that i was part of me when i first heard about this i should say was uh was sort of like all right when did tevero leak a script you know what i mean like he's like i want people to read this so yeah they can realize how better my movie was than like theirs he you pulled know? a ryan reynolds it, exactly yeah. um so but i uh, th- like i said there was a reddit thread um and i just wanted to run through some of the differences the major sort of bullet points if you will because i think there's some really interesting stuff in here so first of all the movie was going to be titled duel of the fates oh like yeah. the song yeah which is which is interesting uh first one is palpatine's not the main villain he remains dead 
Uh, Ray remains uh, a no one, uh, so nobody from nowhere. Kylo finds the Sith holocron in Vader's old fortress on Mustafar. I would have liked to have seen Mustafar. That would have been cool. Yeah. Which uh, apparently some people were saying that that first, the first uh, sort of prelude where we see Kylo like in the burning people were saying it was supposed to be Mustafar. So it's like I don't either, but you know, it's still interesting. I saw zero lava. Well, it's still interesting though because that's where he ended up finding the holocron, though. So it's like they basically just. But I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way too foresty for um, for a lot of plant. Yeah. Um, let's see. Luke's ghost simultaneously seeks to draw Ben Solo back to the light and help Ray complete her training. So we would have probably More seen Luke. a lot of Luke. Yeah. Than we got either um, in in the actual theatrical cut. Yeah. Uh, or theatrical film. Uh, Kylo murdered Ray's parents on Snoke's orders. So that's a really interesting. Yeah, that's something that. Yeah. Definitely new. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wonder how that would have played out in the timeline since they're so close to the same age. Yeah. If she was no one too, why does it? Why does it matter that her parents die? I think it. I think if it, she didn't I, know her parents, no. But I think it's like uh, even if she didn't know them, like knowing that 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 uh, this person that, killed that them. Ben killed them, like yeah. gives her a like a like an emotional through line in the story, or uh, like a, some sort of vendetta. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a. Like a reason to go and and fight Ben when she, right when you could easily just be like fuck this like I'm just yeah. gonna go to some I'm gonna go back to Jakku and like live in the Star I'm out yeah you don't um, interest me yeah. exactly that's uh, fine so I'm the not final kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final battle between Ray and Kylo is on Mortis which I found really interesting the same planet that they had their final battle on though right in, mm, in I don't think Skywalker so. I don't think so I think Mortis is where the dagger of Mortis comes from um, in the Clone Wars and all that stuff and I think the what was the name of the planet they were on in, in Skywalker where all the Sith were hiding? I can't. I uh, to be remember. honest, I can't remember. Uh, and then it says, Ghosts of Luke, Obi-Wan, Yoda appear in a final attempt to redeem Ben. However, he's too far gone to be saved. Kylo is, quote-unquote, extinguished. So what that means is there's no no redemption uh, arc for Kylo. For Kylo yeah. as well. I, was, I was fine with the redemption of Kylo. I just didn't like that right after that, it was an 80s running montage to his death. <laughs> Like, yeah, the redemption to me was fine. They just yeah. didn't do anything with it. Yeah, I think uh, it's the way it's handled. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. seeing him die, I don't think would have been as cool. Um, But but also what we got wasn't as cool. So. Totally. But yeah. like if you if you <laughs> so who's to say if you take into account that like um that Kylo had married Snoke's parents, like maybe that would have been a little bit more cathartic because at least like right. Ray's getting some sort of. Did he say he married Snoke's yeah. parents? Or I'm, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Killed Snoke's parents. <laughs> Ray's parents. Dude, all I want to know is... All, whatever. All I want to know is when Palpatine fucked. That's the Dude, biggest question. Palpatine yeah. fucks hard. It, like, oh. Can I go on the record and say sure. I was right? What do you mean? What? Last episode, pretty sure I talked about how I thought in that flashback scene, Leia was played by Billy. Oh, Lord? yes, 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 you and were. I was Indeed, correct. You, you called which that one? Shit. Which, which In the flashback. Oh, oh the with training Luke, one? The training yeah. one. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I was like, that looks like Billy's face. And yeah, you guys like, were like, no, nah, it's just weird CGI. <laughs> Fuck you, I was right. I was like, hey, it's just that, uh, it's that, um. I'm sure there was also weird CGI on it, though. I mean, there was, but like, I could tell that it was Billy's face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that it wasn't just like some all CG crap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, so that's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't think like the Tevro version of Star Wars would have necessarily been better. Been better than right, what yeah. we got. It's all fucking speculation, right? Totally. Like, and and like, there's, I think, you know, I mean, obviously, I haven't read the script, but based on some of that, like, I think there's a few like 
let's just say logic flaws um, mm-hmm. in in some of the things that 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 go on there. So I'm not necessarily like I, you know I'm not one of those people that's like oh fucking the JJ cut or the Tevaro cut or whatever. It's just like all right, release the Snyder cut of Star Wars. Yeah, let's Wait, just, what? I just uh, to be honest, I just want to move on from Star Wars at this point. Like in terms of like more Mandalorian. It, like yeah, like I want to, I want to exactly. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with not getting a movie for like a couple years. You right. know, I mean, yeah, a lot of that sounds cool. Uh, it could have been better than Rise of Skywalker, and people are like clamoring to say that. But we got to think that Colin Trevorrow is a shitty filmmaker, so it probably would have sucked anyway. Yeah, dude doesn't make good movies. Dude fucking sucks. The movie would have probably fucking I, sucked too. I think too. he's, I think he's actually a pretty decent filmmaker. He's just not a good writer, in my opinion. Like true. Like yeah. I just, I just don't think his scripts are the best. Oh man, so I got into a huge argument. Gave it a treatment or anything? Yeah, yeah. I got into a huge argument with someone on Reddit who was like, "Ryan Johnson's a great director. He just can't write." And I was like, "What? Uh, what uh, Ryan Johnson movies have you seen?" And they were like, "Well, he fucked up the Last Jedi." And I was like, "Oh, so you've seen none of them? Yeah. Co- okay, cool. Copy that. Yeah, because he's actually a great fucking writer. He's an amazing writer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Knives Out didn't get nominated for an Oscar for nothing. Boom. Um, what's next on the? Uh, <laughs> News list. Well, speaking of Mark Hamill, hey. uh, yeah. Mark Hamill uh, announced that he is going to be cameoing in season two of What We Do in the Shadows. So it's pretty exciting. Pretty, yeah. pretty exciting. I mean, there's there's not necessarily much to talk about with that other than like how cool that's going to be. Yeah. And he seems very excited yeah. about yeah. it. Apparently, well, yeah. Jermaine like, let that slip in an interview or something. So he was like, well, I guess I can talk about it now. Like, that's pretty cool. Bats out of the cave. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so he's, he was like, oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite shows. I'm super, like, Hamill was, like, really eager yeah. to get on the show. So, like, that just tells you it's going to be a, a good time. I still I, I still haven't watched the show yet. Oh, dude, it's on, on Hulu. You got to check it's it out. It's on Hulu. It's, like, super easy to, to it's just It's really easy. It. They're not no. long episodes. Yeah, it's super. It's not many of them. Like, it's so good. God, episode seven. Like, you just got to get to episode seven. Yeah. It's so good. good. Especially if you've seen the movie. Like, I just you, have you're like, so oh, much to watch. I have too much. This takes priority. Yep. Killing Eve season two just came out on Hulu. Oh, gosh. I have so much. Uh, yeah, and... no, this is fucking great. Uh, he needs more live action roles that aren't fucking Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. And not just doing voice roles all the time. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Nice. Um, I do wonder, though, like, is he playing a part or is he playing himself? Because they've gone both directions in season oh, one. So. That would be pretty great. I would love to see him play himself. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. As I just said, he needs more other... <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah, it would be himself, not Luke Skywalker. So <laughs> true that your statement still stands. Booyah! But, what's next? Yeah. Um, and that comes out in April, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh, does it? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that soon. Pretty soon. It was yeah. towards the uh, the tail end of the summer. Yeah, um, I thought so too, but they uh, they said April. So. Awesome. Nice. Well, I'm excited about that. Uh, beyond that, we uh, also heard that Christian Bale is going to be mm-hmm. uh, playing a major role in Thor: Love Speaking and Thunder. Speaking of Taika. Speaking of Taika. Uh, we don't know who he's going to be yet, but any guesses? Because I think I know who it's going to be. <laughs> Batman. No. Fuck. No idea. I'm sure? pretty sure it's going to be Beta Ray Bill. Oh, oh, that makes sense. That would be fucking I mean, that's, dope. that's, that's like the only, that, that, that's the only like character, major Thor character left that like either hasn't died or is actually worth something. Are they going to have um, him just do the voice? I think it'd be like a mocap thing. A mocap if they were thing. To do Interesting. It. That'd be cool. That would be. I'd love to see like a prosthetic. That would be tight. That'd be real tight. Um, I mean, Christian Bell's done mocap before for um, I think it was Mowgli, so it's not like anything new to him, you know. Um, I might not think of Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know, and I mean that's it's the the only logical. Um, Who doesn't want to see a 
Dinosaur Thor, dude. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, they did set up Beta Ray Bill already in, in Thor Ragnarok on, on yeah. the tower. There's actually, he's one of the faces, the oh, former shit, champions really? on yeah. the tower. So that technically they've set him, even set him up We've talked about this before. I think we have. That's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. It's a, t- a tiny little Easter egg. If you don't yeah. realize it, you know, you, you'll pass right by it. But, I'm um, up for that. Yeah. So that's that's really exciting. We'll, we'll hear more as that's coming along. I think um, the, the Thor Love and Thunder goes into production like sometime in the summer. So that's uh, coming up pretty quickly as well. Mm-hmm. Finally... We had a Crisis on Infinite Earths finale recently, and I actually haven't been keeping up uh, with the Arrowverse this year. I was watching a lot of Flash and, you know, trying to keep up as much as I could, and uh, I don't have to write about that show anymore, so I'm not going to fucking watch it unless I need to. (laughs) Congratulations Um, on your release. Because the fifth season, the show, the first season of The Flash is actually really good. The fifth fifth season was just, like, so bad that I was like, unless I have to write about the show, like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Um, But... At the end of Crisis, the big reveal was that uh, Ezra Miller cameos and, as the Flash, and as the DCU Flash, yeah. meeting Grant Gustin's Flash, and so basically implying that uh, the universes are therefore connected. Finally, um, and people were freaking out, um, and it's it's a fun little moment. And like I was telling you, Joel, like my biggest thing is like how the hell did they get Ezra Miller up to Vancouver and shoot that scene without anybody? Yeah, yeah. like on the DL, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I guess there's um, nothing more exciting to fans when a shitty show and a shitty movie collide. Well, it's the it's just double f- the shit, double the fun. Is that what is that what the fans are interested in? <laughs> um, no, I mean, <laughs> I uh, I don't disagree. You know what I mean? But like for me, it's just funny because it's like we've literally had like what twenty twenty five minutes of Ezra Miller playing this character in yeah. one movie, and it's like they they have him cameo in this thing, and and it's like you have no connection to that character and it's supposed to be like this huge moment and it's like pure pure just watching it like i was like i don't don't really care you know like it's um 100 to get those nerd panties wet yeah exactly 100 percent. and so i mean it's a fun little interaction but i just don't know like you know i mentioned this last night it's just one of those things where it's like you're literally connecting yourself to a dead universe yeah or at least like the part of the the dc universe that 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 is dead now i mean part of it is still alive and thriving obviously with aquaman and um you know Shazam and all these you know birds of prey whatever you want to call it but yeah. uh yeah i just think it's interesting that they i mean they've been trying to get a flashpoint movie off the ground apparently again yeah so i think that was maybe their way of like stirring up some interest in that um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. I'm, I'm very curious, like what this means for the shows and the movies moving forward. The whole, the whole crisis thing I have, look, I may not love the DC universe, I, but I do have a lot of friends that do. And it seems like this crisis if on, on infinite earths, uh, thing on the WB or whatever the fuck you want to call it, the CW or whatever. Uh, apparently it's been doing fairly well. Apparently fans are really fucking into yeah. it. So, um, yeah, good for them, I guess. I don't I mean, know how if they needed Ezra Miller to come in to like save ratings. It doesn't seem like that's the case because everybody seems excited about the event. So mm-hmm. it, um, I mean, when you have like Kevin Conroy and like Tom Welling and like all the yeah. everyone coming back, coming back, yeah. like it's hard for people not to get excited about that. Even though I've heard it's kind of like not that good the crossover that is. Yeah, the oh, Tom really? the Tom Welling scene was. Um, I just watched that little clip on YouTube because I did watch a lot of Smallville when I was in high school. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's weak. So 
Except for like when he would punches um the guy in the face. Well, right? yeah, like he, he's like, you're supposed to be my greatest enemy. You're supposed to be Superman. You gave up your powers. And he goes to punch him and he just like beats the shit out of him. He's like, I don't need to be Superman to beat you up. Yeah, nerd. nerd. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so is crisis over now? Uh, yeah, that was that was the finale of it. So um, what comes next for the DC television? What? The, they, the arrow they've finished their so the the crossovers always happen in the middle like the mid-season finale so like the Jesus flash Christ, that's like, just a mid-season finale? yeah the, well the flash is like 22 episode seasons oh, so and they're all like an hour long so it's like the classic tv model you know what i mean um but i mean what's gonna happen is arrow is not continuing but you're still gonna mm-hmm. get flash you're gonna have batwoman which i hear is fucking atrocious arrow died right uh yeah i believe so but they, oh, they they already canceled like the the show like last year so everybody knew that something like that was gonna happen yeah. um and then you have legends of tomorrow and black lightning i think so there's still like a few shows going yeah. but you know flash is obviously the main one so it's i'm curious how it's gonna all this stuff's gonna affect that show moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah yeah it did get renewed for a seventh season so that's happening hmm. We'll find out. Can't believe it's been seven years. I know. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so beyond that, I think that's everything for news. Finally, yeah, finally I'm made like, it through news. I'm like, I'm, I'm like pretending to care too much about something I give zero fucks about. That's <laughs> okay. You did a good job. Thanks. Uh, so I guess should we move into the main topic then? Yeah, man. Let's talk about uh, the, the Academy Oscars. Awards. Let me pull up. Uh, Prepared as always. You know. <laughs> should we start me. with the big, the bigger stuff, or work our way up to that? I'm just going to go to the site, okay. and I'm going to read yeah. however, in whatever order they put them cool. in. So maybe they maybe they made it dramatic. Nah, maybe nah, they, they didn't. the big stuff first. Well, yeah. then you guys are going to get the big stuff first. Hey. Um, <laughs> you know said. what I'll do is I'll do Best Picture last, but other that's than that, funny. I'm going to go in yeah, order. Yeah. Um, actor in a leading role. Mm-hmm. We have got uh, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen this. It's... It, it's also a a foreign film, right? From what I understand, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Pedro yeah. Almodovar. I can't pronounce it. Gotcha. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Mm-hmm. Who do you guys think has taken this? I mean. I, I I think it's pretty much like you think it'd be Joaquin. I think it's gonna be Joaquin. Like people really seem to like like that movie. I and really hope not. You don't you yeah. don't think so? I've heard actually a lot of people say that it could go to Antonio. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen that to. I just really say, but I don't. I don't really want it to be Joaquin either. But I'm just looking at these others and like I don't I've think also, they really deserve it for yeah. these roles. Like I've also maybe Adam Driver. Seen that people say that like after his um globes speech it's kind of put a bad taste in people's mouth joaquin really? yeah what do you say i don't know i didn't he watch talked it about like no. uh, man we are all really good no I know, he, I know. He, he, t- he was like you know uh oh like talking about you know his causes and stuff and he's like maybe we shouldn't like take private jets to like you know everywhere like he was basically criticizing people for like you Seems know fair i mean yeah yeah um, so yeah, he was he was basically crit- criticizing his peers for like their um, their excessiveness, if you will. Uh, yeah, that would probably put people off uh, on voting for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I so I think it, uh, so. I mean, let's. I guess this is a spoiler for something that shouldn't really be able to be spoiled. But Joker <gasps> got eleven nominations, and I think that yeah. most of the nominations that we'll talk about like aren't necessarily worthy ones. Yeah. However, I think Joaquin's nomination is 
100% worthy. Like, he makes that movie. Like, as much as you and I dislike that movie, or I, I don't necessarily dislike it, but I don't love it like people do. Yeah. I think Joaquin was, like, the best pretty part much the, the saving grace. Like, if yeah, he wasn't in that. that role, it would kind of be like, this is trash. Yeah, I, yeah, 100%. I don't agree, but... Oh, I'm in the minority. No, no, that's fine. Have you seen any of these other movies or no? Besides once, I guess once upon a time. The only other person no. I think that could take this from him out of these roles, and to be fair, I haven't seen Pain and Glory, um, is Adam Driver. Yeah. He Adam. did I think he did a killer job. Um I have I I like Adam Driver, but I am always on this um this like um Matthew McConaughey kick with him where i can mm. never see him other than adam driver right like especially in kylo ren i'm like <laughs> that's the dude from driver. girls yeah. yeah um but i think in marriage story i think he really fucking killed it like, he really stepped into a new role um he wasn't very adam drivery and yeah. i was like man like fuck he did a really good job but if you put up against joaquin i think i think joaquin wins this yeah i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that um I, again, I haven't seen Pan Glory and I really want to. Um, but I think Ando- Antonio is a dark horse for sure. Leo, no way. Adam Driver, yeah. I think, would be the next closest. I yeah. agree with you on that one. And I think Joaquin, as much as um, I don't necessarily, I mean, I love Joaquin. I want him to get an Oscar. So I kind of want to see him win it. But not like, I just, there's, like, if he would have been one for the master, like, I'd be like, okay, like, Freddie Quell's like his, right. one of his best characters. So I don't know. I'm torn on that one. And then the two popes, like, Jonathan Price, that's more of a pity nomination, in my opinion. I agree with that. So, actress. What about snubs? Snubs. Um, um, I would say Eddie Murphy is a big one. Adam Sandler says he Adam Sandler snubbed. And I think yeah. Taron Egerton's the other one in there. Taron. Honestly, I think also uh, for, Little JoJo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Roman uh, Griffin Davis. Yeah, yeah, he's a little he's a little not sweetheart. as much as the other ones, but yeah, I was a little sad not to see him. No, I mean, I was he glad carried, he got he, a globe. He carried that movie, so it's, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I, that's I, he, true. Like I, it, he could have totally deserved the nomination. Yeah, um, I, I will wait to s- until I see Uncut Gems to agree with Adam Sandler. But from from what I've seen from everybody else, everyone else feels slighted. Yeah. So yeah. Seems yeah, like I mean, a big... it's that movie is also like from from what I've heard that movie is like basically um like a um uh I don't know how to like it's 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 a very <laughs> stressful movie you know what I mean right. so it's like I could see why people might like Academy voters or nominators have, might have been uh put off by that you yeah, know what yeah. I mean um and I would say that I think the biggest snub for me is actually I loved Eddie Murphy and Dolomite is my name but that's not like a a great dramatic performance yeah, like that's no. just a fun performance but i do think it's a it's a great role for him for me uh i just actually watched the movie and i probably should have talked about it while we were watching but um rocket man that movie taryn is so freaking good in that movie and the fact that rami malik not only got nominated but won for for freddie mercury last year for basically putting in some fake teeth and lip syncing well you know what the problem is right the director for rocket man wasn't a pedophile that's true that that's that that's, that's true. the problem his his director wasn't a pedophile of the Hollywood elite. That yeah. that is the issue there. Yeah. Rami Malek won because Brian Singer fucked his way through young boys to get that win. Yeah, wow. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I don't like Brian Singer. Yeah, I know, which is funny because yeah. he used to be one of your favorites, and now it's like yeah. how, how the times change. X Men yeah. used to be one of my favorites. Well, so it has yeah. nothing to do with Brian Singer. Well, yeah. I mean, he made the movie that you loved. So, and I'm ashamed that he was probably yeah. doing horrible things while he was making those movies. Exactly. And yeah, I just it, the fact that Rami Malek like like basically put in fake teeth and, and lip synced and, and won yeah. a Oscar and 
Taryn like actually sang. actually sings so, yeah actually, legitimately played the piano too legitimately yep. played the music like gives a, a great performance in the process and like literally makes you believe he's Elton John. The fact that he wasn't even nominated is yeah kind of sad in my opinion. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, well, over so, Jonathan Price for sure. Yeah, I mean that's uh, again I haven't seen the two popes. I'm sure it's a wonderful a wonderful film, and I love Jonathan Price by the way. Um, so yeah, I just I just felt like that was a little bit of a, of a slight on the Academy's part. Hundred percent. Moving on to actress in a leading role: Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Hmm. Um, just to go, just to piggyback onto. Taryn Edgerton I think uh, Renee Zellweger did a killer job singing all those songs did you um, see Judy I did yeah nice. I've heard it's um, great I don't think she's gonna win but it's a yeah. similar Taryn Edgerton style yeah. like she kind of just like killed it actually I think like yeah. she's right now she's the front winner to win she's, you think she's so? swept best supporting actress at literally every critics choice like all over the US so she's, she's interesting she's a heavy favorite to win her wow. interesting I didn't yeah. know that I was not thinking I of her I would have thought probably Charlize for Bombshell well you think so you yeah. see that's the one that that, that um, again I haven't seen Bombshell yet um, and I want to but uh, that's the one for me that felt like a little bit out of place um, maybe it's because I've I've seen most of the other movies. Yeah, we um, haven't gotten there yet, but I think with the Greta Gerwig snub, I think giving it to Sersha would be not not really you know not like making up for it, but it would mm-hmm. be um, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the big thing here too is that 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 we'll we'll soon discover is like Cynthia Revo is basically like the only non-white person to get an Oscar nomination this year in acting categories. Mm-hmm. And she did it by playing a slave and a poor person. And that's, it's like, yeah. it's like in terms of the Academy, like the only way for a black person to get a nomination is to either to play, play a slave or a poor person. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of, it's kind of a little bit sad in that respect, especially as much as I love Scarlett's performance in marriage story, it's a very, very, very powerful performance. She also got nominated twice this year for acting it's like you could have easily and again you like people can't necessarily coordinate when there's thousands of people voting like they are with the oscars but it's like you could have you know given that spot and for instance to me lupita nyong'o and us was like one of the best performances of the year and completely overlooked because it came out in march and it's a horror movie i hate that movie so really yeah um i but i don't know that she would have won but i am surprised she but it's 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 i mean whether or not you like the movie like you have to admit that it's a pretty great performance especially her doing the dual roles and like the commitment that it takes to do that you know what i mean so it's like give her that so it's it's that and um and the other one that uh that I really thought about, um, and it's totally slipping my mind, so I'll come back to it when I think about it. But um, Sweet. Uh, yeah, so apparently Renee Zellweger is a frontrunner. She's a frontrunner as of right now, yeah. Cool. I would, I would not be upset with that. Yeah. Uh, actor in a supporting role, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, and Joe Pesci for The Irishman, mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um. I really want Brad Pitt to win this one. I yeah. think he did such a fucking great job as that character. I think it might be his year, man. There's a lot of things wrong with that movie. Uh, it's excruciating length being one of them. But <laughs> Brad Pitt was one of the things that was 100% right in that movie. What? Yeah. 
Um, I couldn't agree more. Also, Tom Hanks, his first nomination for the Oscars in like 20 years. Shit, Can you is believe it really? that? Yeah. It's been that long. I think Damn. the last one was Cast Away, if I'm not mistaken. No. Something like that. Terminal, wow. maybe? Terminal, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good it's one. Been, it's been yeah. a minute, though, so like that's that's kind of crazy. Um, did, did either of you guys get to watch The Irishman yet or no? No. I have not. Okay. Um, I feel like it's just them being the gangsters that they always play. So actually, I'm, I'm Joe, not sure it deserves I, it. I, actually, I, I, it's Joe Pesci gives like really? the exact opposite of what you would expect mm. shit. from like Goodfellas or Casino, right, or right, any right. Of the, you know, uh, Raging Bull. Um, it's arguably like one of his best performances of his Fuck. career, and like the fact that he came back. It's very subtle and it's it's really really good. So. Me personally, I think Joe Pesci yeah. should absolutely get the nomination here, but I didn't feel Al Pacino, um, in, in, in my opinion, Al Pacino's performance was worthy. It was another like, oh my God, you know, she's got a great <laughs> ass, you know, right, that, right. one of those. And just, just really over the top. And um, and yeah, again, I feel like there might have been some some actors uh, in this category who might have benefited more like I'm, than Pacino. I'm surprised actually that Sam Rockwell didn't get yeah. No. Oh, Sam, yeah. Sam Rockwell's that would have been a good one. You know, I, I to be honest, I couldn't really think of anything off the top of my head, but it comes to me. I'll, I'll yeah. bring it yeah. up. I just, also, you I were really right about Castaway being Tom was it? Last okay, yeah. it's it's so long yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just, I yep. For me, Mr. Bradley Pitt. Yep. I, I, that's. I mean, if, if I had to pick uh, to vote, that's who I would yeah. vote for. Yeah. Same for you. I think so. I yeah. think Tom Hanks did a good job as mr rogers but i didn't super love the film overall yeah gotcha so um i just yeah i don't i don't know if that's quite strong enough as much as i, I mean him. is it kind of along the lines of the rami malik just like doing an impression of somebody over like acting um like is he just doing an impression of mr rogers for the whole movie i mean yeah because that's what he's supposed to be doing but like he does it's not just it's not that vapid right like, there is emotion to it okay i guess um for me that movie it was just really difficult because of the pacing of it because they go at mr rogers pace which is very very slow, slow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's so. also a supporting character in it he right? is just yeah like you it's not his story be, yeah exactly yeah. right okay actress in a supporting role kathy bates for richard jewell laura dern for marriage story scarlett johansson for jojo rabbit Florence Pugh for Little Women or Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Can I just get a get a hell yeah and three hell marys for Florence Pugh's nomination? <laughs> I'm not she even kidding. Been, that's like she has been killing it. That's like my my. I think that's the 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 one nomination out of all the categories where I was not expecting it, and I'm so freaking happy that she's been recognized for her work not only in Little Women but like just the amazing, uh, incredible year she's had with three very different roles. Talked about him before, fighting with my family, amazing midsummer, yeah. midsummer, yep. completely different. <laughs> and then what she does does in Little Women is uh, is is pretty uh, pretty incredible, considering like she's the seventh or eighth person to to play um, yeah. to play Joe in that movie. So mm. I think it's Joe, right? I, I have not. I'm I terrible with my names. So um, I mean, I don't she think Scarlett, Amy. Amy. Thank you. That's I don't think Scarlett or Laura Dern deserve it. Um, uh, I actually, I, I think, think Scarlett does. I think Scarlett mm. totally does. Laura Dern, if uh, you, you didn't like her in, in Marriage Story? No, she was fun. I just didn't think it was an achievement in acting. Yeah, that's true. You I, know could, what I, mean? I can see that. I thought she was definitely like one of the standouts in terms of like, oh, this is a big like a. Uh, I'm trying to like distance of... myself from like, oh man, I had fun with that movie versus like, was that an achievement in yeah, uh, yeah the yeah, profession yeah. of acting? And totally. it's like, no, I, I, 
don't think it was totally. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's playing the girlfriend. Her like, character okay, has cool. like the 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 most bravado, the bravado. Yeah, yeah. In, she was uh, great in the movie. You know what I mean? She was great, but I feel like. It wasn't harder than just like sitting down and having actual girl talk with your actual friends, mm-hmm. which yeah. isn't an achievement in acting for That's me. That's why I think Scarlett is probably going to take it. You think for so? This. I think she'll take it for supporting over. Oh, oh yeah. Over lead for I sure. Can see that, for I'm sure. Just, I mean, the whole scene where you know she's playing both mom and dad, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot and, about that scene. And That's, the scene when they like. It's a great scene. Um, where she ties his shoes together or whatever, and yeah. they like then they run up and like ride the bikes off and stuff. Yeah. And then that scene where she gets hung, yeah, that was a good one. Wow, spoilers. Well, that too. it's it was it's been out for a while. I mean, yeah. a lot, of but people, a lot of people lot still of people haven't, seen haven't seen it, it which yeah. is a tragedy. Yeah, Whoops. I know. more people will. I have a feeling it'll probably get a a, a, a re-release for award season. Probably. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I well, I mean, AMC is doing their best picture stuff mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks so. yeah. yeah i think i think collider was doing a uh, for your consideration screening as well yeah. they are on friday yeah. with taika and with it's taika. already sold out oh, yeah. savage. that was so right. sad yeah. yeah um i would say in in terms of supporting actress i think the biggest surprise here is actually kathy bates like i've yeah. heard she's really good in richard jewel which i haven't had a chance to see yet but um i've just given up on watching any film by fucking clint eastwood so really because i hear this i mean the mule wasn't bad which was his 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 movie last year basically he makes mm-hmm. a movie a year at this point but um isn't clint eastwood a huge trump supporter i'm not sure to be honest I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He seems like super conservative. If I am mistaken, then I apologize. But I wrote him off a long time ago for that fact, and I was like, I mm. will refuse to support you for the rest of my life. Mm, just like uh, I could be wrong. Just like Vince Vaughn, now you forever against Vince Vaughn. Is Vince Vaughn a Trump supporter? Oh, he went and like shook hands with the president, like at some baseball game or something. But that could be like, like formalities yeah. or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like people actually like, supporting him yeah, is like, like a fuck different story. Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. He's actually best performance in a long time in Fighting with My Family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but regardless of that, I guess we should move on to the next one. Yes, animated feature. We have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Mm. Um, I have not seen any of these. Wow. So I'm not going to even give my opinion. So, well, you know what? No, I will say, just because I love Toy Story 4. (laughs) I love Toy Story, so Toy Story 4. So I think the big the biggest omission here is that Frozen Two didn't get a nomination, which yeah. everybody kind of assumed that would be a lock, which I'm extremely happy about because it just further proves that like Disney isn't like dominating the animation world in the way that maybe we think they do yeah. or that we assume they do. Just I mean, the rest of the world. They do, but like the fact that, you know, I mean I think object I haven't seen Frozen Two, but I think objectively like Toy Story Four might actually be in my top five movies of 2019. I, oh, man, I, I actually right. didn't get, get a list together for, for last year, but Toy Story 4 was very, very good. Um, with that said, I think uh, my heart is with How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden yeah. World, because that movie was just so well done. Such a great closing um, to the trilogy. And yeah, I just thought it was uh, really well executed. Yeah, I I really hope Dragon wins. I mean, they've been nominated for all three films. Shit, have they really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a personal connection to the film. Um, my fr- dear, dear friend's husband uh, is basically like, I think he's like s- essentially cinematographer on it. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, has been with the whole series. Um, so like pulling for them for that mm-hmm. as well. But also just, I, I think it's a great franchise. So I've heard a lot of great things about yeah, it. But agreed. Missing Link did take the globe. That's so. true. That's true. 
Leica coming in hot. Yeah. I mean, nobody really expected Missing Link to get any sort of love like it's been getting. You're so, right. I mean, it yeah. could come in and totally dark horse the shit out of it. Right. That'd be crazy. It. But, um, yeah. Next category is cinematography. Mm-hmm. We have The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, these are all solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think The Lighthouse is uh, my least favorite on this one. It's just, oh, it's just so, it's really dark. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Look, I put a candle in this room. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) Black black and white candle. Yeah. Haven't seen 1917, so I can't comment on that. Um, Um, The Joker is a beautiful movie. mm -hmm. It's very strong. I don't think it has a shot in this category. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No way! Oh wow! Not with Deacons, dude. 1917. There's, it's if I would, I would. Yeah, be, but let's I go through be, the history of how many times Roger Deakins has not won. I would be shocked if Deakins did not win. This you know how many one. times I've been shocked that Deakins hasn't won this Oscar, though, dude. No, so like the, the cinematography in this movie, from what I've heard, is like next yeah. low. I mean, it's one shot. The movie is one shot. No, no, no it's made to look like one. Well, shot. but okay, but still, but like, still, it's, like that takes work. It takes, yeah. Um, I mean, I once just, upon a time yeah. in Hollywood is 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 a good choice, but I don't think it has a chance either. I am never, ever, going to underestimate how hard the Academy could fuck Roger Deakins. Oh yeah, so totally. I just yeah, I just I I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't win, but like I think yeah. I you think there's a win. good yeah. And then for me, the runner-up would be The Irishman. Like I, 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 that the cinematography in that movie is like really impressive, especially yeah. the way they they were able to digitally like. So you know how when they when they um, do mocap or like any kind of de aging, they have to put the yeah. dots on their faces. Right, right. They literally figured out a way to do it without having to do any dots on their faces. And what they figured out was they have infrared cameras. So their camera rigs oh. had three cameras on them. Every camera rig. Wow. So it's like you have your main camera that's actually shooting the right. scene, and then you have two infrared cameras on the side to co- to collect all the information right, right. Um, that you need to do that. So just for that fact alone, like that sort of the pioneering nature of the cinematography on that movie, like that might be a, a like a solid, like an achievement, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's sure. more of like an achievement Oscar than anything else. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I haven't seen 1917. I Roger Deakins is one of my favorite cinematographers of all time. Yeah, so I'm not going to be upset if he wins. Yeah. Um, I'm just, like I said, not surprised at how much the Academy apparently hates him. I think they're finally catching on. Good. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, costume design. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and once again, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, see, this is one of those nominations for Joker where I don't really feel like that's no. necessarily no. earned, in my opinion. I mean, like, I do think they did a good job with the look of Joker in this, but, like, there's not enough to justify a nomination, in my opinion. Yeah. Is it just going to Little Women solely based on the fact because of all of the old school ball gowns and shit? Um, I don't know. I think that it's going to be a three-horse race between Little Women Irishman and Jojo and uh, no, actually once upon a time in Hollywood because wow. um, mm-hmm. because all of those are period pieces and period pieces usually. So is Jojo. So Jojo. Yeah, but not it's 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 more of a like a fantasy than anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Th- like Little Women is like period accurate. You right, know what right, I mean? 19, right. Uh, 19, um, once upon a time in Hollywood is period. A- you know, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, for sure. Even though I do agree the 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 I love the um, the costume design in Jojo. I just don't think there's enough there for it to um, that's true it's, i disagree it's just a lot of nazi Sorry. costumes it, 
I mean, there's other stuff too, like, like Scarlet, all of Scarlet. I mean, the, stuff the shoes are, are a huge costume yeah. design element that play into that movie. But regardless, like I, in ter- in, uh, see, I feel that way. But in terms of like the Academy voters, yeah. I don't necessarily know if they would think about it that way. I right? would say JoJo or Once Upon a Time, probably. Yeah, I would like it if Once Upon a Time won. Part of me thinks that it's just going to go to Little Women. Yeah, I think Once Upon a Time has a better shot in a different category, which we'll get to. Next category, directing. Yeah, this is a big one. The Irishman, Martin Scorsese. Joker, Todd Phillips. 1917, Sam Mendes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino. And Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. Taking a nice big bong hit this year. This is where... (laughs) This is where uh, Greta Gerwig got snubbed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that like uh, at least like three or four film filmmakers got snubbed here, and they Take all just care. maybe Noah Baumbach well, got all, snubbed. Uh, no, I, I mean yes, but I think his screenplay is stronger than his direction. Ooh, but um, the acting in the movie is so good. I know, but all the 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 I think the acting is good because the screenplay is like so nuanced. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, in in my opinion, at least. But I would say Greta. I mean, you have uh, Alma Harrell. For Honey Boy, which I still haven't seen, but I've heard yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that got completely You have the, the female director who did uh, Queen and Slim, like mm. not even in, in the running at all. That movie didn't really have Oscar chances anyways. But still, like yeah. those are um, – Lulu Wang is a huge one for The Farewell. Like Lulu Wang yeah. totally deserved yeah. – even maybe more so than Greta in, 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 uh, in terms of directing because the direction in that movie was just astounding. Um, so, yeah, I think it's – I mean, these are all good movies and don't like none of them necessarily don't not good movies. Most of them are well-directed movies. Yeah. um, With the exception of Joker. I do think Todd Phillips direction was good. Is it Oscar worthy? No. I don't know. You know, especially when you're imitating Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't I don't see it going to. I don't think going to Quentin or Todd Phillips or Martin Scorsese. I really think it's between Sam Mendes. I mean, again, I haven't seen the movie, yeah. but I've heard amazing things about it. So mm-hmm. I think it's either Sam Mendes or I. Or I think it might go to Parasite. Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, I mean Parasite, especially um, if it's not gonna. It's. I don't think it really has a chance in in Best Picture, to be honest. Yeah, which we'll get to. But yeah, I think that might Spoilers. be. I think that might be Bong's. Um, yeah, category. That might be Bong's category. To I hope so. Yeah, that would be super cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on to documentary feature, American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy. For Sama or Sama, Honeyland. Um, I have not seen any. Of these. I haven't seen any of these mm-hmm. either. I will say that American Factory is the one that's produced by the Obamas, which Barack also put on his top ten of the year list. He put his own movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's like good when, for him. It's like when it's like when Paul Schrader released. Did you guys hear about this? Paul, the director Paul Schrader, uh, famous director and writer, yeah. released his favorite movies of the decade, and he put First Reformed at the top, which is a movie he fucking wrote and directed. Oh my god! He, oh my god! He named his movie as the best of the decade. It was pretty funny. Fucking that's ridiculous. Funny. I mean, First Reformed isn't a bad movie. Yeah. It's just um, I'm just, I have I have nothing to say because I have not seen these. We'll just have to find out. And, when you know, whatever wins is the best one, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I want to try to catch a couple of these at least, yeah. but it's just a matter of... Um, I also just haven't heard anything about any of these yeah. to have I've, any sort of insight on I've it. I've heard American Factory is actually pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the Cave, I had, yeah, I don't think any of these I've... I've heard of besides American Factory. Well, Lauren, tune in for another category that you've <laughs> probably never heard anything about. <laughs> that we should uh, probably just skip. Short subject documentary. In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone, mm-hmm. life overtakes me, 
St. Louis Superman, or Walk Run Cha Cha. Again, have not seen any of these, but I do a... like skateboarding. So, mm, which one is that? The... Uh, learning skateboard. to skateboard in a war zone. Oh, that's nice. fun. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hat in the ring for St. Louis Superman just because I think that's a cool title. Dope. Yeah. Cool. Lauren, I'm gonna say life overtakes me. All right, there mm. we go. Moving on. Uh, everyone's existential struggle summed up in a title. <laughs> Film editing: Ford Five Ferrari, mm. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and once again, Parasite. Mm. Yep. Um, this one is this one is a little is a little tricky. Um, I think Ford Five Ferrari could probably win it. Ford v Ferrari was a really really well edited movie but i think to be honest this might be the irishman's game to lose yeah because it's really? it's i mean that movie is three and a half hours and it flies it flies by it like it doesn't feel like three and a half hours though you know what yeah. i mean it's also thelma shoemaker who is a legendary editor and is basically responsible for like all of scorsese's best work yeah you know what i mean like she's the person that, that he leans on to like make those great films right so um and i to be honest i can't remember if she's won before so if she hasn't it's probably gonna end up being that but as much as I like JoJo, I don't think it has a shot in this category. Yeah. Um, and have to still have to see Parasite. Parasite might be a dark horse. So. Yeah, I don't really think JoJo or Joker are going to get it. So I agree. I think it's going to be Ford Five Ferrari. I'm not sure why Joker got even nominated in this. To be honest, they're just throwing everything they can at it. Yeah, Apparently. pretty much. People really like this movie. So international feature film: Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Miserables. Yes, I said that wrong on purpose. Pain and Glory. And again, mm. Parasite. Mm. I think Parasite. Yeah, I think this is it's Pain and Glory or Parasite. Yeah. Like if people if people end up voting for Parasite for best picture. Do films usually if you get can you get best international film and best you, picture? Yeah. I mean you can. A Parasite's nominated for both, right. but yeah. they usually give like for instance, last year they gave uh, Roma best right. international, right. even though it was for best picture, but we all know if it wins best international, it's probably not going to end up winning best picture. So my point being, I guess, is that if they most people end up choosing Parasite as their best picture, Pain and Glory might sneak in uh, yes. with this one. But it's most likely going to be Parasite yeah. if we're being honest. So, yep. Anything else, Joe? Uh, no, that you is mean like in that category. Um, no. I want to see Pain and Glory since it's. Uh, supposedly Antonio's, you know, an an amazing performance from him, and is nominated for best international film. So I want to check it out. Um, but I think Parasite will win for sure, hundred percent. Yep. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Mm -hmm. We have Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, and nineteen seventeen. Yeah, I think I think Bombshell might take this. Yeah. Like if you can make Charlize Theron look, look like, undeniably like yeah. my, like Megyn Kelly, then like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. You think so? Just because you made a white lady look like another white lady? I mean, with a haircut and like, some lipstick. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, like uh, what was it last year? Two years ago, uh, the what was it? Uh, Darkest Hour, where they turned Gary Oldman into Winston Churchill, and it's like that's basically just a big prosthetic job. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That's fair. So that's fair. If, if that can win, I could see this winning. Yeah. But it might be actually Judy as well. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, what would be cool is 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 Oscar winner Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. It's like Oscar. Your it's like Oscar winning Suicide Squad. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Please no. Yep. Uh, music original score: Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 
1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. I did really like this score for Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. There I were got, a couple of times throughout the film where I was like, oh, that's good. I kind of got a bone to the Good use of old score, but like yeah. in a different key for mm-hmm. a different tone. Like, I like that. So, absolutely. That yeah, would be no. my vote, probably. Uh, the woman. Hilder. Who did Joker won the globe, right? She did. She, yeah. I would say, in my opinion, I think she's pretty much... I don't want to say a lock because anything can happen, but she's a heavy favorite, I think. And this is one of those categories mm-hmm. I think is totally justified for Joker getting... Like, the score for that movie is really, really good. So yeah. um, I can't really complain about that. But, uh, like I said, I kind of do have a bone to pick with Star Wars getting nominated. So, like, I just think that it's nominations like this that um, that are indicative of all the things that are wrong with the Oscars. You know what I mean? Like repeat nominations. I mean, John Williams is literally, this is his 52nd nomination. Yeah. And he's so not only, not only that, but he won for Star Wars originally, and like you said, the score that he does in that in, is a lot in of episode nine, it's 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 incredible. But it's also shit that he's written already and been nominated <laughs> for in the past. Like you're literally, so it's yeah, literally the like... definition of a legacy nomination. You know what I mean? And as much as I want to see Williams get get nominated, like think about another like up and coming poser, uh, composer, another up and coming <laughs> poser. What a fucking poser! I know. Dude. Another up and coming composer like Hilder, who could have really benefited from like that nomination. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just I get what you're saying about John mm-hmm. Williams, but I also feel like it was not necessarily just copying and pasting oh, no. the score. It was more of an homage to the original score to tie it in, which Agreed, yeah. is what I thought was really brilliant about it mm-hmm. in terms of the storytelling and tying the score into the storytelling. Totally, totally. So. Yeah, and I don't disagree at all with that. I think it's for me it's more of like a politics thing with the yeah. Oscars. But well, um, that's all that the Oscars is. Yeah, I so. mean, we, we all know that. But like, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, – where I felt like you could have uh, exposed, uh, you know, a different personality, if you will, to, sure. to people. So, um, what do we got next, Joel? Well, Taylor, that's a great question. That's a great question. I got the next right one here. is music original song. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to click more info to find out the fucking full name of the song. <laughs> I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy mm-hmm. Story Four. Uh, you got the next one. Yeah, you, I'm you gonna know. love me again mm-hmm. from Rocket Man. And then uh, I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. Sorry, my phone's freaking out. Yeah, mine Into too. the Unknown uh, from, Into Frozen the unknown too. from Frozen and 2. And so I think that's Frozen's nomination. And Stand Up from Harriet. There we go. Yeah. Do you guys think Harriet uh, has a chance at all to win this? Just I because don't know. it's about Harriet Tubman? Like it's like the Academy being like, oh, we got to, you know. I would, gotta, rather, well, I would rather I would rather it not win globe, than so. like a pity award. You know what I mean? I yeah. agree, but like whether that's going to happen or not is a different. Like, I think this is where Rocket Man wins for sure. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. I think this might have been that nomination to like, maybe oh, make up for the snub. Yeah, yeah. agreed, agreed. Um, although if Randy, same with Frozen too. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think my vote would go to um, to Rocket Man. I mean, he just won the globe for it, so yeah. that seems to be the front running absolutely so the, i'm not mad about it <laughs> so the next one is is a really interesting category in my opinion oh that's gonna be production design mm-hmm. the irishman jojo rabbit 1917 once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. and again parasite mm-hmm. i think this is a 
one of the toughest categories. I agree. Oh, I think it's hands down Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think it, it's going to be hard to for anybody to 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 beat Barbara Ling's production design on that movie because it's fucking incredible what they were able to do. Yeah. yeah. Um with that said, I think out of any of the categories, I think this might actually be JoJo's category t- yeah. to lose. You That's know what definitely I mean? a strong second for yeah. me. Agreed because the you know, especially with that movie, they created such a a convincing world that's like a weird blend of like reality and history and then like just, you know, type of sensibilities. Right. And I think there's something to be said for that whereas, you know, like especially even with parasite like they had to create that whole sort of like compound you know or the house that that movie takes place in um with the other movies i just you know it's it's essentially like you're looking at historic and not to discount this in any way but you're not you're just copying what what history is as opposed to like creatively you know interpreting interpreting something or making something like like but being able to turn hollywood boulevard into that time period and i can't i can't deny so cool agreed agreed and and that's why i think that i think it's between those two for sure absolutely and like that might be just like oh you're just copying what it actually looked like yeah but then being able to uh to to actually replicate it is totally huge totally and and i'm not again not trying to discount i think there's just something to be said for like the creative factor of 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 like literally creating a world you know right which i mean they did in that movie as well so all right guys one Mm. other category that probably neither of us have any say in Mm. uh short film animated we've got uh Desera, daughter, uh, hair love, Kitbull, memorable, and sister. Surprising that none of these were in the show of shows at Comic Con. I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, I I don't have anything to say. So if you guys have anything to say, maybe no. they will be this year. I mean, maybe. there's going to be another category you're going to have to run through, guys. Yeah. One more short film, live action, mm-hmm. Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Saria. And a sister, as opposed to multiple sisters, just one. Just one. Uh, yeah. Again, I I have no idea. I'm just gonna go with the football club because that sounds like a yeah. That, that sounds like I a like fun that movie. one. Uh, sound editing. This is gonna be a, an interesting battle. Ford Five Ferrari, Joker, mm-hmm. 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and again, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I still. Maybe Ford Five Ferrari again. Yeah, the Ford V. The the sound was easily one of the most incredible elements. Of it's kind of hard Ford to make v things Ferrari. that go vroom vroom sound really good. Well, especially <laughs> especially like in terms of editing and not mixing. Like, right. I yeah. think they they really crafted like a powerful powerful soundtrack for that movie, or uh, you know, the, not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. music soundtrack, right, but you yeah. know what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Um, and especially in IMAX, like that was a thunderous mix in, yeah. in all the best ways. So yeah, I would be surprised if if um, if it didn't win this. Do you think? But Skywalker th- has a chance. I think actually Skywalker doesn't. I think, and again, I can't really speak to it because I haven't seen it yet. But I think 1917, like, yeah. might be a big contender for this too. Either that or mixing. I have to see the movie. It's I'm either Vroom sure Vroom yet. or Boom Boom. Which yeah. one wins? I mean, you could. Uh, you could go vroom, vroom, boom, boom, and pew, pew, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Here's one that I think is an obvious choice. Sound mm-hmm. mixing. We have Ad Astra, Ford 5 Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm going to let you guys talk about it before I say which one I think is the, the most obvious. I think you're going to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. but I'm I, not. I think Ad Astra, <laughs> honestly. Like, I was going to say Ad Astra, yeah. yeah. 
I think I think Ad Astra definitely wins this one. Yeah. It was, oh God, it was insane. Because I didn't see it in the theater, so like that's kind of hard. Oh, dude, I saw first... it in IMAX. It was yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, I've yeah. heard. It, yeah. So yeah, I would. I would. Hey, man, if Brad can Brad can pull it out on on the two movies he released this year, then more power to him. It would yeah. be yeah, <laughs> right one for each movie. That would be sick. Uh, visual effects. Look, guys. <laughs> No surprise who I'm going to root for here. Yeah. Uh, we got Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Let's just move on, right? Because Endgame's going to win. Yep. Uh, actually, I think Lion King has a shot to win. I'll fucking just kill myself if Lion I know. King wins. I, well, I just, that the, the, the photo reel, like the, yeah, what right, they right. accomplished with I get that, it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I want Endgame to win just for the record. Did, um, I think it will just because also like so many people were gunning for it for a best picture nom and it yeah. didn't get anything else so mm-hmm. what was the last not live action live action disney cartoon film that they did jungle book jungle book did that get uh, a visual effects nom yeah i think it won oh for well, sure it won. fuck i know and it was the same company too right oh, of course it was uh writing for adapted screenplay everybody that is not mm. an original screenplay that is an adapted screenplay Mm-mm-mm. we have the irishman uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. I think there's no question what's going to win this. Jojo Rabbit? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh. As much as I like that screenplay. I think it's I think it's gonna be Little Women. I think you this think is gonna, gonna be... be Greta's makeup victory. Yeah. Also, uh, her script for Little Women is fucking incredible. It's one of the best things I've read. Actually, someone posted the actual screenplay online. I read right. the first ten pages and I was just like, I I I give up because I could never write anything that is as good as this. Wow. Um. Yeah. yeah it's it's really good screenplay. Interior. Taylor's office. Night. Taylor sweats profusely over his keyboard, clacking away at the keys. Taylor angrily. Fuck, I could never write anything as great as Little Women. By Greta Gerwig. By Greta Gerwig. <laughs> the end. The end. Fade, fade to black. The end. Um, uh, too much. <laughs> yeah, I think this is Little Women's. Copy that, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out. I'll, I, I will have to check it out. Still pulling for JoJo. I agree. I would like to see JoJo win as well, but obviously they both can't, so. Uh, writing original screenplay. Now, this is one that is not adapted from anything. This is solely out of someone's brain hole onto the keyboard. Thank you for explaining um, these you're welcome. categories. Uh, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Mm. Brought to you by Helicopter Noises. Why the fuck are there so many helicopters? I don't know. I it. But this is the... There's a lot of pros to garage casting, and there's a lot of cons to garage casting. This is one of the cons. <laughs> yeah. What if, like... World War Three started outside while we're casting, and that's why there's all the helicopters. That would and we be just have super no idea because cool. the garage is closed. That, that would be awesome. That would mean this garage is very secure. <laughs> um, I want it to go to Knives Out. Yeah, that that would yeah. be my pick. But I, 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 I think probably Parasite. It would be. I would also be okay with that. I would be shocked if Knives Out, if Knives Out actually won this. Yeah. Award. Even though I wanted to win, to be honest, I think um, I think Marriage Story might have a shot too. That was a very good screen- screenplay. True. I do like Noah Baumbach, but yeah, I just, I mean, I can't see Tarantino winning another award for writing. I don't think since he will. he's already won like what three or two at least, maybe three. Yeah. I think it might be Parasite. It would be cool if it was Parasite. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Uh, I want to see the boy Ryan Johnson get one though too. I know, yeah. man, that would be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment. You have all been waiting for, if you are still listening, the 2019 Oscar nominations for Best Picture are Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, 
Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Which makes nine nominees this year. So I think that's one more than last year. I think there was only eight last year. I'm not mistaken. I do not remember. But it's a healthy, it's a healthy selection, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Anything you guys are rooting for? No. I mean, I'm broken record over here with Jojo yeah, Rabbit. But of course. I think Parasite will win international, win so it won't win Best Picture. I don't think Once Upon a Time will win. Um, I don't think... God, I fucking hope Joker doesn't win. And I like that movie, you but know, I hope it doesn't win. I, I think really Joker like actually has a shot only so? because the, the Oscar ballots are weighted. So, like, if you put, like, say, for instance, like, 20 people are voting, right? And 10 of them put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the top and 10 put it at the bottom. But all those people put Joker at number three. Joker has more of a likely shot to win because it's that weighted. Is that really? They have weight. They use weighted ballots. Wow. For that. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's really interesting. So, like... Uh, you essentially list your the movies in order from what you'd like to see best picture at number one to least likely at number nine. Ranked choice voting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Something we should look at for the Democratic primaries. Inter- I know, right? In- interesting. Um, interesting. I did, to be honest, I don't even I, I don't even have a beat on what I think my win just because there's so like part of me wants to say 1917 just because it won the Globe and yeah. and people seem to be really responding to that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say at this point Yeah, for me personally. Like I, again, I, I think the big thing though, the, the, the unique thing for me this year is like, I actually saw most of the movies right. before yeah. the nomination. Like normally I had the nominations come out and it's like, shit, I got to see like six movies. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but in this case, the only ones I haven't seen are, are Parasite and, um, and 1917. So, um, so I feel, I guess a little bit better equipped, but it, at the same time, it's like. I mean, if I had my choice, I really like Ford v Ferrari. I I don't know necessarily know if it's a best picture, yeah, worthy, but I do think it's like a wonderful movie that like is, um, is certainly like considering the other stuff like The Irishman. I don't think is is best picture worthy. Joker, no way. Little Women, maybe. Marriage Story, maybe, but it's too bombocky for yeah, that to happen. I don't yeah. think it'll win. Um. I mean, once upon a time in Hollywood, like, might end up taking it. I mean, you never know because yeah. a lot of people like that movie. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. really love that movie, actually, especially Academy voters. I'm kind of like you. I haven't seen 1917. I just think it's kind of Oscar baity. It is. It seems oh, like. Oh, it's 100% mm-hmm. Oscar baity. Um, it would be cool if JoJo won. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to. Mm-hmm. I think Parasite might also be a dark horse too, like we talked about earlier. If, if, if it won both, that'd yeah. be fucking insane. That would be awesome. That'd that would be, be awesome. Cool. But I mean, just to just to, I don't think, uh, if I'm mistaken, hasn't ever. Uh, do you know if a uh, foreign film has ever won Best Picture? I don't think it has. Wasn't it's always been. Duh, yeah, I don't know actually. Oh wait, no, no, that yeah, no, I don't think any foreign films ever won Best Picture. So that'd be crazy. We'll see, but yeah, I mean, well, those... we're gonna find out, aren't we, on February third? Is that what it is? No, it's no, that's the it's Super later Bowl in the month. Ninth, like this, ninth, yeah, ninth, yeah, it's the ninth, second ninth, week ninth. of it's of February. the ninth. So yeah, I guess we'll talk more about that when mm-hmm. it comes out. Mm-hmm. Any any last thoughts on on the Oscars? I don't Before like them. Wrap it up. Yeah, no, it's an arbitrary bunch of bullshit. It is. Yep. 
Yeah, um, no foreign language film has ever won Best Picture. Yeah. Okay. I was, uh, someone tweeted out like a lot of people complaining that there were a lot of women directors who got snubbed, so on and yeah. so forth and whatnot. Um, that they were like, you have to take into consideration people like Kubrick and Orson Welles that never won an Oscar. Yeah. Like, just because you don't win an Oscar, that doesn't mean you're a bad filmmaker. No. The Oscars oh, are a fucking sham run by yeah. a bunch of fucking stupid white rapists. Yeah. So, yeah. who cares? We just talk about it because it's pop culture and it's totally. important to a lot of people. Um, Absolutely. And I think, I think it does, though. Like, it, it gives us an opportunity to talk about some of the best movies of the year and champion yeah. some of the best movies of the year, yeah. like JoJo. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Absolutely. I love the opportunity to revisit that movie and just, just chat about how great it is. You Absolutely. Know? So, Are there the any way, other snubs that you guys um, wish had gotten nominated or are surprised that um, didn't get recognition? I mean, I'm super happy that Florence Pugh got a nomination. So for me, that's a win because if she wouldn't have, I would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. But uh, not that it matters. I mean, I think we mentioned, I mentioned most of the ones that I've been thinking about um, in the acting and directing yeah. categories are the big ones. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I'm a big Greta Gerwig fan, so it does suck that she didn't get nominated. But um, like that tweet said, like just that doesn't mean she's not a great filmmaker. So right, who cares? Yeah, yeah. and then you also have to remember that Little Women has been made eight times, or whatever. Times. So yeah. it's like yeah. if it was if she had made another original movie like Lady Bird, she probably would have ended up getting right, right, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So there's that aspect as well. I think I'm just surprised a little bit that Honey Boy and Uncut Gems didn't get yeah. any Honey Boy, Honey Boy I think is a little too indie. Yeah. For the Oscars, but I am very surprised about it. That's so uh, funny. Like, that there would yeah. be a movie that's too indie for the Oscars. Like just that that descriptor is perfect. Honey fucking it's weird. Dude. It's like super indie. I, yeah, haven't, I haven't seen it. I'm I think looking just like to. with the whole politics of the Oscars, like I just it seems like something that could have gotten picked up in some degree. Right. Of like, oh, this is an interesting movie. Like, give it some kind of recognition because of the whole story of the process of the film yeah. as well that's yeah, probably yeah. why they're staying um, away from it yeah could be could be but just since you were talking about giving films like jojo Absolutely. and yeah, such yeah. like yeah. some kind of larger platform i'm kind of mm-hmm. surprised that it didn't get on there at all. absolutely i would have a movie i think that again is like probably too indie for the oscars but a movie that i would have loved to have seen get some sort of recognition is uh the peanut butter falcon i was just yeah. gonna say peanut butter falcon too. was just like such a wonderful little but you're not movie. wrong i think it's a little too indie for the yeah. oscars yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. Absolutely. i mean it's the oscars of course the oscars you know talk about oscars so white and you know no black people getting nominated forget a freaking person with down syndrome ever being able to be nominated yeah. you know what i mean so it's like um which and not to say that zach got sagan you know didn't deserve some love for that but it, it wasn't an oscar worthy performance but nevertheless love that movie and um man there was another one i was thinking of too that i can't get off the top of my head that was maybe worth mentioning but yeah all right well thank you everybody for listening to this episode of pop pop the pop culture podcast notice how we didn't mention what episode it was because i didn't look 53 i didn't look beforehand 53 uh um, hopefully i'm right i'm pretty sure i'm, right. <laughs> no, I'm pretty i'm pretty sure probably I'm right. wrong uh taylor where can everybody find you on the internet you can find me on twitter at taylor salen and you can find me writing stuff for mandatory.com doing lots of fun stuff so go and check it out doing some oscar coverage doing an article on why taryn, Ed- taryn edgerton got uh got butt fucked by the academy after doing the so i think someone real quick that we didn't mention j-lo was another one oh for yeah she did get stuff for hustlers i mean yeah. she, her and taryn basically campaigned the hardest out of everybody and they were the two people who didn't you know, yeah nominated. nevertheless writing some oscar stuff so go check that out if you get a chance nice. what about you lauren I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and technically Twitter also. Mm-mm-mm. 
I'm yawning, but I am the LA Nerd. You can find me everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Coincidentally, we talked about Morbius and New Mutants, and I just did a YouTube video, a trailer reaction for both of those. Um, I talk a lot of shit on both of them, but it's fun, I promise. Go (laughs) go watch. I would recommend if you watch anything, any any of those two, I would... uh, recommend people to check out J- uh, Joel's reaction of the Morbius trailer to see just because you Michael Keaton at you the end of had it. knew nothing going in and I yeah. knew yeah. I had Everything. seen it and then so I was just like oh my god I can't wait to see what Joel's reaction is and it's <laughs> it's pretty good I'm it's exactly what I would hope for I'm generally a huge spoiler fiend and everybody was talking about the cameo at the end of the trailer and I uh, put off looking up what it was. I thought maybe it was a Peter Parker cameo, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And my reaction is quite genuine. And so, yes, go check that out. Give a thumbs up and a subscribe. If you aren't already my number one fan, uh, you fucking should be. Um, and go listen to every episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. And we will see you next time. Later, nerds. Every single one. Bye.